Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today we are uh, we're dipping a little ways back. Mandy, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the 1993 Polly Shore classic, Son-in-Law. Buddy. <laughs> 1993 you said no, ni- 19, did i say 1994 okay. yeah 1993 okay. is it 93 okay. yeah that's uh yeah that's back there yeah Always. for and, sure um, i was 10 yeah me too look at that um we of course uh want to remind everyone listening if you've never seen this movie if you've never seen son-in-law you want to take it upon yourself to go find it somewhere streaming on the internets or something uh if you've got uh, hbo it's currently streaming there through the hulu app if you yes. have hbo tied to it Otherwise, go find a living uh, family video somewhere or look in the old DVD collection. You just might definitely uh, go get it. You just might find it. Yeah, Yeah, it's really. Well, we'll talk about that later. But I was surprised. Okay, And uh, yeah, and then come back and join us for the conversation. And And you're back. back. All right. Greatest of all time. (laughs) (laughs) We had to give that little pause. They got to go find the movie and then come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I I uh, I used to uh, like preempt these with like we're about to do this movie, but I just I've been slacking off, so no one knows what's happening until it drops, basically. So yeah, we got to give them a little time. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and of course we don't uh, talk about these movies by ourselves because no. we don't care what each other thinks Not anymore. I've uh, I've had differing opinions with you so many times that I can't count. And so. I thought we would have differing opinions on this, but it well, sounds like we, I might be. We might. We might a little. I'll, I'll let you know. But I'm enjoying the fact that we might not. <laughs> this might be an easy one for you. Maybe. Uh, so, of course, we always have to have uh, a third wheel, uh, another guest, <laughs> uh, someone to agree with at least one of us, hopefully. Uh, it'd be tough if we all three had different opinions. We'd have to it'd just be a cat fight for days. I'd be right, though. That's, well, so. that's it's true. All right. So, of course, we have. uh, We brought him all the way to Hastings, Michigan. Uh, I guess from Hastings, Hastings, Michigan, Kalamazoo area comedian, Mr. Joe Williams, everybody. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, actually, Joe is a returning guest. Yeah, he is. He was one of uh, like number two, number three. Three, I think. I think he was two because I think Mike and Garrett were. They were four. Oh. Of our Groundhog Day. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. So you were two then because Stu was three. Yes. And they were, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. There's some another episode trivia for all the listeners. I That's know, right. right? Dip back in there, folks. Those are or on there. Or don't, because we got yeah, so much better true. since then. They're, they're still alive for now. I, at some point, may end up going in Archiving there and just killing those episodes. Like, <laughs> just making them, like... You, you know, can have a funeral. If anyone wants to hear them, they can ask. I remember when you were like, I'm going to do an episode, a podcast where every episode is people watch Groundhog's Day. And I'm like, yeah, you'll probably get like three or four good episodes out of yeah. that. That's yeah. about what you got. That's, well, we, yeah, we made it to five technically, but we only released uh, yes. four of them. So. so well, welcome back. We're Thank so you glad for to having have me you. back. Yeah. yeah, no problem. I wish it would have been a better movie. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> now, me, now, Mandy and I, now Mandy and I get this to is gang my up. Mo- yeah, <laughs> this is my movie. So Seriously. I, I was the one that wanted to watch this one. When Matt, when you threw out the movies, I was like, okay, I could like I've never watched like there's so many movies I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, you're always mm-hmm. doing movies like. I, I don't know what kind of movies I've been watching my whole life, like art films or something. I've never, <laughs> never these watched movies. these common movies that everybody has seen. Sure. And so I was like, yeah, basketball. Like, I've never watched that. Everybody's always trying to get me to watch it. Like, I could watch that. And you threw Caddyshack. Yeah. That's a classic film I've seen several times. Great actors in it. I was like, I could do one of those. And all of a sudden, Mandy's like, son-in-law. And it's like, son-in-law it is. It's like, no. <laughs> I was like, son-in-law's my vote. Yeah, I just Matt's knew. Like, yeah, I knew Mandy's been, been wanting, wanting for a while. It. But actually, it's good to have. It, it is. It makes for a better conversation if we're not all just jerking the movie We need some out. hot yeah. takes, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Otherwise. Well, it's cool. Like, I saw this movie, like, with fresh eyes. 
Always. Yeah. Like, I had never seen it. Yeah. It's crazy. First question then. How long had it been <laughs> since you saw that movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? How long had it been uh, before you or since you saw Son, Son of Law? I have never seen Son of Law. Okay. You've never seen never it? Seen okay. It. So yeah, it's totally then fresh. That's super then. fresh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have to remember this is like a 25 year or 26 years ago yeah. when this came out. Yeah. So. See, like I had graduated high school. I was in college. I was out doing stuff like movies Ooh. of this period that like were you a Polly Shore fan at all like, I was through MTV not at or anything? all no okay. I couldn't I, I didn't think he had any talent whatsoever yeah, sure. so it was kind of fun watching this movie and kind of like getting it a little bit with Polly so Shore that's okay. where I'm going to side with Joe on this uh-huh. I think this movie was good in spite of the oh. fact that it had Polly Shore in it see I think yeah I thought he did I a great job it would have been a a far better film with anyone else. Okay, as the it, it lead. could have been. It was a good vehicle for Polly Shore, though. For yeah. sure. I, well, yeah. this was after Encino Man. Sure. So I, but I think that he did a great job. I thought he. I, and, and it's funny because, well, okay, we'll go back to the question. I haven't. This is a, a one of my favorites. It's one of me and my sister. We used to watch it all the time when we were younger. I probably haven't seen this movie in over ten years, and I literally got goosebumps when I watched it. And I, I watched it three times yeah. in the last forty eight hours. Because I rented it and I only had it for two days. And now I wish... I, and after I watched it, I was like, I should have just freaking bought it. Because I would watch this movie constantly. Sure. Yeah. So anyway. So uh, main character, Pauly Shore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to give everybody the just a general synopsis of this movie. So uh, country girl Rebecca <laughs> has uh, spent most of her life on the farm in South Dakota. And when she goes away to college in Los Angeles, Rebecca immediately feels out of place in the daunting urban setting. She is befriended by a savvy party animal named Crawl, Pauly Shore. <laughs> Such an 80s movie name. Yeah. Oh, Crawl. Totally. Just epic. That's how I always came home. Who convinces uh, okay, just the, stop. the ambivalent Rebecca to stay in the city just, and then blah, 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 blah. Rebecca, played by Carla Giugino. Yeah. Yes. Is that sure. her name? I, I was, it was blowing me away watching this movie because I don't remember her as a young actress. Yeah. I only know her as playing the mom and everything over the last like yes. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. And so at first watching this movie, it was kind of disturbing because <laughs> she looks exactly like she looks now. Pretty yes. Much. She hasn't aged. Although I want, like there are holes. I, I have to admit there are many, many, many holes. In okay. The movie. Um, and, but one of the, well, hang on before we do that, Matt, when was the last time you watched oh, it? Oh Jesus. Um, I don't know. It was, it had to be on cable at some okay. point when I had So it's been well over, 10 years. Okay. I mean, it's been before when I When you watched it kid. as a kid, was it something that you liked? Uh, I don't know that I... Wa- I watched it in the middle. Like, okay. I didn't watch it when it came out. I didn't watch it as a child or anything. Like, I, I, I probably gotcha. didn't watch it for the first... I don't know. It was probably a 10-year-old movie by the time I watched it. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Um, which means I was, you know, probably in my early 20s by yeah. the time I actually saw it. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, at that point, okay. it was kind of past its prime... Uh, I wasn't necessarily a Pauly Shore fan, yeah. so I didn't like seek it out because of that. I did not. What little I've seen of Encino Man did not enjoy oh, Encino Man. That is one of my. Okay. Yeah. Like, my sister and I went through a huge Pauly Shore phase. Sure. Encino Man, Biodome, and this movie. Yes. Biodome plus, is a huge one for me. Plus, I enjoyed that. I mean, plus like the fact that he was an MTV VJ. Like, yeah. I remember watching Spring Break on MTV. And see, I and, didn't watch MTV at all. Oh, like, I, I don't know him at all as a VJ love, or anything. I love him. And I assume love my love for Biodome was mostly just Joy Lauren Adams. So. Oh, yeah. But yeah. she yeah, she's kind of in and out. Yeah. Gotcha. But when she's in, she's in. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I, one of the, what I was going to say was that um, even as a kid, and I still feel like this today, 
she was so much prettier before her little makeover. Oh, Don't yeah. Don't you agree? Before she like got the before, blonde hair yeah. and makeup. Before she got weaseled up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I like when she cut her hair and stuff. Even back in the nineties, although yeah. when she's rollerblading and she's wearing that really flowy, yeah, I was like, I, when I was a kid, and when she goes to get the tattoo, she has mm-hmm. a. Um, this is the part of the show where Mandy reviews the hotness of all the actors. Yeah, actresses. Yes. Yes. oh yeah, yeah they're well, yeah, For, they're <laughs> We're already there. I mean, we got Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> oh like, my oh, god, no, not in the movie enough. Yeah, and. It was crazy because, as we all know, uh, what's her fuck from uh, Say by the Bell? Kelly Kapowski. No, went into um, Jesse. Yeah, went into strip tease yes. or whatever, right? And that like no, it was Showgirls. Showgirls, that's the one. Strip tease was yeah, Demi, Demi Moore, Moore, and that was a way better movie yes, than Showgirls. Sure. <laughs> yeah. um, did I have Burt Reynolds Elizabeth in it too? Berkeley. It did. Yeah, yeah. yeah Elizabeth Berkeley Thank goes you. off and, yes. and ruins her career with like a strip movie, and I was like, oh my god. T.A.T. is about to do the same thing. She, I mean, Tap. she became yeah. very, like, successful in, like, different TV shows. Yeah, for sure. And this movie really reinforced, like, how talented she was. I almost think she's one of those people where, like, her career might have got held back by the fact that she is so beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I agree Like, it's almost you. like she's too stunning to ever play, like, the girl next door. Which mm-hmm. I thought was a strange way of using her in this movie. Exactly. Like, she's so much more... Uh, just, I mean, her star power, I think, had to have been a lot more at that point yeah, still. Yeah, And it just seemed very much in the shadows of this movie. Yeah. And, well, I and mean, it's weird because they kind of, like, bring her in kind of early on when um, Re- Rebecca comes back to town. Yeah, yes. when they're yep. in the store. But it's very casual. Mm-hmm. They don't, like... And we see a glimpse of her, like, at the graduation, right? Like, she's just kind quickly. of in the yeah. crowd. Yeah. And you're like, why is she even there? Yeah. And they're not using her. There's and, not even like a scene where she's like, well, have fun at college, yep. you know, yeah. or anything like that. Like, I'm going to New York, you're going to California. Like, maybe it's on the cutting room floor, but there sure. should have been a scene there to establish more of a character. There. I I actually totally agree with you, yeah. especially because she mentions New York. They invite her to Thanksgiving dinner. She's a super likable character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she's the typical country girl that's beautiful, but has daddy issues and there's not enough to do. So she's getting used up. Yep. By fucking douchebag Travis. Yeah. It might be that they felt like she pulled too much focus onto her yeah. and they had to kind of minimize that. Yeah. Because that's She's got that like wattage on screen. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. She's definitely the it girl of this movie. Like I'd rather see what happens to her than to see what happens to Rebecca. <laughs> um, Dan Gothier plays Travis and he is, I can't get past his douchiness in this movie sure, to think yeah. he's as hot as he is, but he's in the movie Teen Witch, which okay. was a huge 80s movie for me. And there is like a lot of scenes in that movie that I'm pretty sure I had my, you know, some of my first sexual feelings. <laughs> so he's definitely hot. I actually think Polly Shore. Okay. Past Polly Shore. Not okay. nowadays. Yeah, Polly yeah, Shore, yeah. Super hot. I was really super hot. So like I always saw Polly Shore as this kind of like scrawny, you know, the weasel. Yes. And, and he's he, very androgynous. Like we're not real sure what he's all about. Does yeah. He, but like watching this movie, mm-hmm. like I was impressed by what good shape that dude was in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. was just kind of like, he's a lot hotter than I ever gave him credit <laughs> yes. for. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's not even, it's like his laugh, like how he just kind of, <laughs> like when he says things, I and I think that he's a fairly decent, I think he's a better serious actor. I don't know. I feel like he's insecure a lot. Yes. And I feel like he can't just let a scene happen around him. He, he makes a lot of noise. Just he makes his presence known in a lot of ways. Whether I think it's those, that's a director thing. Because I don't, that's his that's, character. But that's him. That's that's yes. Paul Shore in every movie. Yeah, that's that, why I did not enjoy it in this movie. 
because he was just Pauly Shore. That's how it is with any, like, um, you know, uh, Adam Sandler, you had a whole bunch of shabardu yes, in the beginning. for sure, yeah. And um, when and, uh, uh, Jim Carrey was just crazy, like... Physical he, acting. Just, and just, too yeah. mu- just too much, yep. you know, like the whole righty then. Yeah. But, like, once they were given, like, op- I mean, options... everyone did that, though, especially the ones that got pigeonholed into a character... Uh, Mike Myers with mm-hmm. um, Austin Powers or Shrek or any of that shit like that just becomes who they are. But I feel like if he had had other options, I think he could have been a serious actor. Yeah, I think. But I think if you listen to him now talk about his career, yes, it that's what were you? Did you see him at Shakes at Shakespeare? No, I did. Not. I did. No. My sister and I went and saw him. He was a shit show. Sorry about that. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it wasn't horrible. He it was just it was a lot of self-deprecation humor. Sure. Um, you know, and he looked bad, but my God, it's been, you know, 25 years since he was anything. Right. Yeah. And he kind of got, I mean, his mom is, is Mitzi, right? Isn't that, yeah. she's like the runner of the yeah, comedy store or something. Yeah. A couple months so ago. So he's been a part of and in the business mm-hmm. for a long time. His whole life. And to like, to have such a like soaring so super high in that very beginning, I mm-hmm. think has really rocked his boat because when you, nobody wants the weasel anymore, yeah. you're fucked. Like that's where that's, well, that's he put all of his he, eggs yes. into one basket, yeah. and then when everyone was like, "All right, we're going to move on to something mm-hmm. else," he couldn't get past. Yeah. it. it kind of reminds me of uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Sure, and uh, he did a really good job just going like, "I'm going to go into directing. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing comedy, but I'm going to drop the whole Bobcat shtick." And he, he figured out Thank how God. to build a career <laughs> doing that. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't like. Yeah, Holly uh, Shore didn't seem to do that. Months mm-hmm. ago, I heard an interview on like, I don't know if it was like Howard Stern or NPR or something with Pauly Shore where he was talking about how he wanted to do other movies. And like in the army now, I think was one of his last like big box office. Yeah, I think type. he had like after Encino Man, he had to do I think there was a contract that he would do two more Disney yes, movies. And he wanted to do other types of yes. films, but he was just pigeonholed into that and, yes. and they wouldn't let him stop being. <laughs> The weasel. Like, so it might not have been his fault. Yeah. Well, he was so popular with the teenagers of that time. Because that, that was the thing. Like, I missed his whole career because, in a way, it made me think, like, he's kind of like a Californian Pee Wee Herman for 90s kids. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, he's this weird, like, I like in this movie, like, he's really the manic pixie girl character. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, I did love the movie because it's kind of like he almost plays the opposite like the character girl. in the yeah. romantic comedy yeah. uh-huh. where he's the manic pixie girl. It was really weird when that struck me. But the thing is, and, and maybe you guys will disagree with me because you think he's annoying, but he's so fucking likable. Like, I love laid back people that are just go with it. You know, he's like, can I please with a little and with in you? I do not see him as laid back and go with it, though. I see him as like, Focus on me. Everything's got to be attention on me. I've got to make. Yeah, I've got only s- when he's excited in the beginning. Once it starts, yeah. once things start to like cool off, and he starts to individually get each family member to right. like him, he's very like serious. And you know, he even that to me seemed forced though. Like he he sits down with somebody and mm-hmm. immediately comes in with like a compliment and like a suggestion about how they should live their lives. It was yeah. weird. In and I guess that's just his character but he never got mad like he was like can i you know can i do this no okay you know no you can't be a farmer well let me try again i'm gonna keep like he was just a very positive he just had a positive like thing about him he was really upbeat and positive and did not really do much to 
to get the ire of all these people. And so I really think the moral of this movie is the intolerance of small town America. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree with That's you. For sure, sure. And and I used to live in California and um they they're definitely on a different it's a different world. Um Well, hold on, let's hear about yeah, what that we different probably world. should talk a little bit more. Let's yeah. get a clip from it and we can talk about what California okay. uh, what to expect. California is a long way off just to go to school. Are, are you sure you don't want to reconsider state? No. I cannot not think of. I know. You know I want to do this. Lane Smith, you can't think of the identical. Uh, uh, identical. Rebecca, yeah. I'm not sure that I've. From my cousin Vinny. Really yes, yes, he will always be the lawyer for my cousin Vinny. What I mean is the boys are different than they are here. They, um, uh, oh, oh, what yeah. I'm trying to say is that the, <laughs> well, you got to love him, though. Oh, sure. He's incredible. Are you to tell me not to have sex yet? He does have... Hold on. Daddy. I want him to be my I'll dad. Be... He does have a great turn in this movie, too, though. Yes. Like, he gets that realization. Well, it's because that... he gets to get laid. Right. You know, what? like, when him and the wife are fighting, and she's like, you you make all the decisions, we don't make anything together. And she's like, like that's my fault? And obviously, they have separate beds. They haven't fucked that in a long time. That fight went on for a really long time. Yes, it it got really uncomfortable. I always fast-forward through that part. <laughs> It was too real. Are you talking? So are you talking about the table fight yes. when they're sitting around at dinner? There, one of the ten scenes where they're eating dinner at the dining room table. Yes, yes. this movie. Like, I don't. <laughs> I, no, I agree. Yes, I love. I mean, I it's a trope now. I don't know if it was at the time, but like the old man, the grandpa, yes, just being Pappy. like, this is. You guys are being ridiculous, or whatever, yeah. and it's still happening, and he, it's like it's getting worse. And he is it, my favorite. Character. It just happens around the old guy. I love how he's like, Which, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "If I have, to, if I'm gonna die, or yes. that guy's gonna kiss me, I'd rather die." Like he's just the grumpiest, most like sweetest, right? But like institutional homophobia type. Like <laughs> if I'm gonna be caught kissing a man, I'd rather die. Oh, speaking of homophobia, when the two roommates kiss in the beginning, yes. and it's just like huge for everybody. Yep. Obviously, this is so long ago. Like there is like that it would the it, movie there's a lot think, that has aged in the movie. So, but I still would think though that for Zach and for that family being from South Dakota and living on a farm, I do think that would be very much a culture yes, shock to them. I can so see I that. can I can let them have that. I can as long as it's not like there's twenty people from California standing around in this dorm and two chicks kiss and everyone's like, Oh my god, there's chicks kissing. Right. It's, it's very South much Dakota. Yeah. South Dakota Dakota farmers that are like, Well, I've never seen that before. So <laughs> If you could just grab your camera real quick, that'd be great. But uh, here's the fight around the table. I did pull this clip just for, I figured it would come up. I always fast forward Stop through it. it. I don't believe I was talking to I you. I fast forward ladies. through this Leave and the proposal alone, because I can't handle each of them. You want this person to be your dad. So, Mandy doesn't like emotions. That's true. Um, Unless they're good. Unless they're all positive. I can't handle embarrassing situations. Well, look what you do when you make your own decisions. How to control. Walter, hush. How would you know what I did? Well, that tattoo gives me a pretty I think he's the reason why this movie is as watchable as it is. Yeah. Walter? Yeah. Yeah. I fucking hate Theo so much. Oh, yeah. The day you make a He does a good job of being a hillbilly, though, and being unlikable. Walter, I contribute. These children are out of control. These children Second movie with the little... Small, uh, what the uh, Patrick Renna, Ham, yeah, right. yeah. Actually, this will be two in a row. I think that's what I mean. I was yeah. gonna say because you just Walter, recorded the Sandlot podcast, yeah. uh-huh. which will have just come out before this one. Yeah, it'll come out just before this one. No, we don't make anything well, it, together. It, it and that's my fault. Made me think, like, how often a character in this era of film, like the comedy relief in the movie, was basically somebody who was kind of like a serial creep. Okay. 
like borderline rapey serial creep through the whole movie. You're talking about the him, kid. the kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah when sure. he's like, "Did you touch my sister's cones?" Oh my are god. You, okay, I, are, do you have yeah. sisters? <laughs> yes. Okay, is that a weird comment? I never would have okay. been interested at all in any. No. Okay. I I also think that that was weird. They do, and it's weird because they hypersexualize somebody in all of these movies. Yes, and I think they think they can get away with more shit if it's a kid. Yeah, because it's almost innocent. And and I think also that's what people have been made to expect. Well, how of old little, do you think he's supposed yeah. to be? Like little thirteen-year-old boy. I would okay, assume 13? like 12, 13. So, Probably 13, I mean, he has 14. playboys, yeah. you yeah. know, and like he and he is all about like the bra of the, and the yep. underwear of the roommate and all that kind of stuff. But he picks up his own sister's underwear and swings them around for yeah, a while, Yeah, but he kind of makes fun of her because yeah. they're just like cotton. They're, but there's one nothing point, special. After the way too long discussion of how the, the parents got it on the night before, mm-hmm. yes. Polly Shore literally is discussing how he had to jerk off at in the dining room with the family or the, oh, the kitchen. right. Yeah. When he's like, the poisons have left the building. And he basically is like winking at the kid. Yeah, I had to toss <laughs> one off last night. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And he also... The like, innuendos are... There's a lot of And that. he like full on went after the mom. He's yeah. like, I've, I got a semi. Really. I mean, he was trying to But any woman her. in that situation thinks she's being hit on and is like, whoa, you touched me. I'm in my... Yeah, no, well, and he's like, I thought you were Rebecca. He was very apologetic. Sure. And then he's like, but you're you're beautiful. And that's the thing, too, is you can tell because she's so reserved. Like, there's something inside of her that is like... And, and you know, you it makes you well, think of if, if Becca had married Travis, she would have been the same, like, um, tension, like the sexual tension sure. would have been the same. But you've got to imagine that even when they were younger, the parents, when Connie was younger... She may very well have been the Tiffany she Amber Thiessen probably was of that stuff. town, right? Yeah. So to to think that she ended up getting to that point, it's probably a it was probably a good feeling for her to think someone thinks Absolutely. she's you know the hot shit and in town. Him doing that, like it almost like revamped the whole family. Like yes, the two, for sure. The marriage between Which, the parents again is that something that you want to focus on being the catalyst that fixes everything? Because that sucks. I mean, as a woman, sometimes you have to have that. I right. mean, marriages it's your get, healing impulse. <laughs> marriages get stagnant. You know, women don't want to have sex when they don't feel attractive. Which he part, made that happen and. Which which part do you think was more important? Do you think the conversation that Crawl uh, had with Walter, about, Walter about the kid and about his dad was more of a pivot, like changed things in the family? Or do you think just him getting the fucking bone was was the thing that switched everything? No, around? I think the bone. Yeah, I really do. Because I I, I feel like if if that that's like the foundation still of been everything. An asshole. Like, I think he still would have been a dick to his kid and still been a dick to the, the dad. Yeah. I mean, but he would have been good, getting some. It, it, it is a good eye opener for yeah. him to have that, and it, and that's the thing. Like crawl, he is this outsider. He comes sure. in, he invades everything. He, but they gave it enough time. I appreciate in the script that they gave it enough time for him to slowly kind of yes. work his way in. Through, and he, he didn't just show up at the dinner table the yes. day of and be like, "Dude, you need to lay off this fucking kid," mm-hmm. right? Because then that he would have been one reason why the movie works. For yeah, sure. yeah they take time to get. Yeah to that point even though he's only there for what two days i think yeah and each character like they and they start joking like you begin to love them like after he kills the turkey or after he they think (laughs) he kills the turkey and he's like and the granddad's like why don't you give the turkey a little kiss you know like and they all start laughing like that is and you can and it's it pans over to rebecca who is smiling like yeah this is my family this like loving thing i also thought it was fun that during the the scene when um i forget his name even uh the other guy 
Oh, uh, uh, Travis. Travis uh, does the first, does the second attempt at the proposal at the country club, uh-huh. which also very weird to me. These are supposed to be like hillbilly, like right. North Country, South Dakotans, yes, but they're but all they, members of the like country go to the club. country club. So I don't know whether to think that they're like out of touch with reality and like just hillbillies, or if they're like. <laughs> Too like snooty. Well, and, like, he says that his combine was two hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars, so which, he's obviously a very successful farmer. Right. However, it's Thanksgiving and he hasn't picked his. his <laughs> so there's a huge hole there for me. Sure. Picking but, season and planting season are two huge things for farmers, and by the time Thanksgiving comes, the LA comes, screenwriters do not know these. Uh, things. No, true. by the time, yeah, especially well, he had to have something to spell his name in with the combine exactly. for Christ's sake. Yeah. Just, but um, so when they when he goes to propose that second time. Uh, in front of everyone in the mm-hmm. family at the country club, they all sort of just kind of look at each other, especially like the old man looks over at the parents and just kind of went, eh, like he'll do, uh-huh. you know, like they weren't even that psyched about it either, which makes me like, I'm, I'm more glad that it didn't go down just because it seemed like they didn't care either. If my daughter was 19 and somebody proposed to her, I would cut his nuts off. <laughs> it is not okay. I don't care. Well, I no, I think again for it being that time and those people, I think that's just yeah. what you did. Yeah, if they're farmers, like I think you either Tiffany Amber Thiessen it out to New York, <laughs> or you stick home and yeah. you just get married. I think yeah. that's why uh, Rebecca going off to college was such a like a wrench in the yeah, system. For sure, like that for was sure. not okay. how things are done. Yeah, because you're not going to college. So what else are you doing after you graduate? Right. You're basically getting married. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, he was working, um, or Travis was. Okay, second huge hole, right? Okay. So when she finally has her like come to Jesus moment about not actually making an effort in college yeah. to try to that's Halloween, right? End of October. Okay. So we're talking about her beginning of transition is the the beginning of November. So Thanksgiving's like what the third third week in no, three yeah, and a half weeks. Sure. Just a no, month later, yeah. Three so weeks. it took her three and a half weeks to completely change her entire identity and her tattoo healed. Well, well, and the other thing that I noticed is... It's uh, that uh, dry California air, though. That well, actually, <laughs> just a fun fact, that's a real tattoo oh, that fun. she has. So they just wrote it into the script. Facts. Okay. Wow. But mm-hmm. yeah, she... Uh, but still, like the whole thing, like she changed that much where she gets off the plane in a bra. Yeah. And she's like, buddies. A uh, billowy no. shirt. And, yeah. Yeah. But, anyway, yeah. what were you going to say? Um, so they show when she first gets to school and she has the despair moment and she calls Travis and she's like, oh, I miss it here and blah, blah, blah. And Polly Shore is like, no, give it a chance. Then they cut to her basically like calling him on Halloween and she's already kind of like over it. Yep. And it's like, where, like he got no sense that there was this growing distance as she was changing. Yeah. He did not care because when he, he picked was up the phone. Tracy. He picked yeah. up the phone. He was like, fucking what, Tracy? Or like before he he's, picked it up. Yeah. He's like, I said I'm coming, Tracy. Jesus. And he picked up the phone. And he's like, what? And she was uh, yeah. on the phone. So it gives us the impression that he's already been fucking around with, yes. with Tracy. Oh, I totally missed that little Which, thing. Which, yeah. I mean, honestly, who wouldn't? Oh, for yeah, for sure. Know. In a heartbeat. Yeah. And they yeah. did, uh, like, he alludes to it later on, too. He's all like, "We, I thought we had something together, but, but you're so that, low. Isn't that weird, then, that he then uses her as a scheme to get yes. back with Rebecca? And that makes him so hateable, because yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen's character is so obviously, like, needy yep. as far as, like, needing attention. And then she, he says, you know, you're so low, and then... Yeah, I I just think that he's been trying to fuck Rebecca forever, and then now he thinks this will get it. Like the, this whole marriage thing marriage. will happen, and um, 
what's Tiffany Amber Thiessen's character name? Tracy. Tracy. Jesus. Well, Tracy's already like heading out the door anyway, too. Like he's not going to be able to hang on to both of these women. And I think he's probably got the other one locked Good down. Point. Good point. Like I think he, as long as she's still on board, I think he'd rather get. Well, the, and Tracy's not like marriage material to somebody sure. who has a membership at the country club. Right. Or someone who's willing to to just show up at somebody else's bachelor party that she's never met and decide to start dancing with all that of them. Weird, she met him. She met a, him yeah. and then she saw his butt cheeks. That's true. But yeah. that was a weird Cheek moment chillers. where all of a sudden she's the stripper at a bachelor party. Like, how did she agree to this? Yeah. Isn't she running a bridal shop or something? I don't mm-hmm. know. No, she was, she just was working. at the store, but she said, do you still, she's like, um, do you still wait tables somewhere? Okay. Yeah, work so, at the bar. Yeah. I think she works at the bar in town. Yeah. I guess I needed to watch this three times. <laughs> uh, or a thousand like yeah. I did. <laughs> or, or with headphones on to pull clips with the closed captions on so you can catch all of the lines for everything. Uh, let's. Uh, this is the scene, we were just talking about it, where uh, Connie gets the makeover. So I'm going to play that too. Oh, I don't want to be rude or anything, but Miss Warner, you're giving me a semi. Well, thank you very much, but... Uh, wait, wait, can I ask you a question? Thank you very much. <laughs> I suppose. Why don't you um put a little makeup on? I mean, look up you're, you're a beautiful lady. I mean, look at this. Enhance your outer beauty with your inner beauty. He calls her nasty, and she doesn't immediately, like, slap him. Yeah, like, I know, and she says it back to him later on. And the, like, Nugs, they act they, he, uh, she understands this weird right, lingo. I love how the point like of the movie is for everybody to eventually too. talk like Paul. To become Pauly Shore, and then everyone's okay. Nasty. Nasty. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Don't be ridiculous, God, I can't stand him. He's so Pauly Shore, especially in this moment. Come on, look at you. You're getting excited. He's just a human catchphrase. Thank you. And it just doesn't stop. And, like... So for me, like the, we play a game later on where uh, we had to pull clips that are just noises from the movie. And like it was very difficult for me to find anything that didn't have him just making dumb noises in the background. And I'm like, I don't want just you making your squeaky ass weasel noises every second. I need some I like, about you. clean audio for this. For and Christ we're sakes. back. Sorry. I had to pee. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I can't. I The whole time I was listening to, and I'm sorry, I missed the clip, so mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys are talking about. We just did the, yeah. you're giving me a semi and on yeah. put on some makeup and. Sure. Yeah. And, um, but. I thought about you while I was watching this. I'm like, there is no fucking. He any- does equate it to her inner beauty, though, which was yes. like, it wasn't just like, let's paint this pig up and we'll call it. You know, everything will be fixed. Well, he was like, he goes from Vegas to California. I mean, how much of like how like how much do you expect him to like? Right. Yeah. Like that's his culture is yes. just like showgirls and, and gambling. And, yes. and then and he constantly is saying throughout the movie. I don't know if you noticed. That's the kind of girl I'm going to marry. Right. He does he allude says that, to that. And he says it about fake. Oh, the wrestling scene is my by far. Okay. The mud wrestling is the best scene in the whole movie. Sure. And um, but when he they see like the girl on the beach and he's like, oh, she's fantastic. That's uh-huh. the girl I'm going to marry. And then when he, they're in with the mud wrestling, he's like, oh, see, this is ever, these girls are fake. They got fake boobs, fake hair extensions. This is the type of girl uh, I'm going to marry. Fake it's press-ons. obvious that yeah, yeah, he's he. That's not true. He likes the girl next door. Sure. He likes Rebecca. Yeah. But then when Thumper comes in, in the Thumper's the name of the female wrestler. Which, oh, got it. Okay. Um, and in her her real name is Emily Dole. Okay. And I was super interested in looking up her character. <laughs> She was like a huge like female wrestler. Okay. Like, I figured she had to be. Yeah. Yes. She was like way like she was like almost like a trailblazer. Okay. 5'11", 350. Yeah. Um, she yeah, she was an incredible person. Fun. Yeah. So um, and actually her family, 
they were they had some kind of like scuffle with the police and there were 36 people it was like a it was a bridal shower for one of her relatives and the police came and busted it up and there's video of them just it was they compared it to Rodney King okay beating the shit out of all of her relatives weird they ended up getting like two wait are you confused about Rodney Rodney King got beat up by police he didn't beat up a bunch of people no the police beat up all of her relatives yes like they they like had all these police cars and I don't know what the the like what led up to this sure um but they ended up getting like hundreds of millions of dollars wow. in a settlement oh, wow. like between all of the relatives because of like the video that had been taken huh. of the police just like beating the shit out of all of her relatives she's like Samoan so mm-hmm. it was like a racial okay. kind of thing anyway whatever so that was Emily Dole but. Huh. Um, yeah, the the wrestling scene when he thinks that he's being yeah, like wrestled, picked by, up and carried around like, by sexy that hot ladies. lady. Yeah, and then as soon as he looks up from the mud and sees that it's that big ass chick, and he's like, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a lot of that in this movie. A lot oh, of yeah. him in distress is when big. he gets punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, when he that's my fa- one of my favorites too. When he gets punched in the face by Travis, and he's like, what did you do that for? I, I wanted to ask you because you were talking about that scene where he found that like the plastic chick on the uh on the beach and he's uh-huh. all like her cones or whatever they just refer to everything yeah. as cones but uh we get this clip and then i want to ask you after okay wow she is fantastic yes hey. that's what i'm talking about oh oh touch me <laughs> touch me touch me <laughs> hey over here some just came up She's a hottie. <laughs> That's the kind of girl I'm going to marry, Rebecca. I promise. Oh, you could do much better than that. Better than that? Well, I've never seen anyone better than that. I've never seen no anyone better than that. Talks to me. Oh my God, what's happened to <laughs> him? It's like it's poor me. Steroids. His cones are bigger than mine. <laughs> Becca. Travis. <laughs> so that guy, mm-hmm. uh... Is he on your list? No, of, he's fucking gross. Is that okay? I just want to know if that's a thing that people th- like. Was it back I mean, then? In the eighties, it was very much into like everyone was into fitness. Yeah. This is the early nineties. Um, no, muscles like that are gross. And then when the guy like walks away and sticks her number in his yes, yeah, like, and he's got a mullet and he's so gross, like a weird fanny pack. No, or whatever. I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I on my way to work today, there was a guy jogging down the road, and I. Oh my god, this is so humiliating to admit. <laughs> oh no, I was in the turning lane to turn. You into yelled, d- "Nice cones!" No, <laughs> cones I was in the turning mine. lane to turn into daycare, and I could have turned, but the guy was like running, and he was going to run through the the driveway. Okay, and so I couldn't. I was turning left, and I couldn't turn because he was going to run through the driveway. And my daughter is like, "Why aren't you going?" She's only four. I was like, "There's cars coming," <laughs> but really, I I was watching the guy that was. That was jogging. <laughs> nice. But he did not look like this guy. No. No, this guy was gross. Yeah. And he even, like, and then I thought, too, when I watched this movie, that guy had to, like, play that part. Like, he had to, like, be the guy that was, like, the steroids gross. Oh, sure. They had to be, like, we need a, like, casting guy was, like, we need a hunk. We need some, like, galoot, some beach well, it's hilarious to think of a guy who was like 100% drug-free, clean, who just worked religiously on his body right. to perfect yeah. it. And he's in this movie like, yeah, he's on steroids. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he is not attractive. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, we've got, let's do another clip here. You want to, uh, this is when Walter met Crawl hanging from the ceiling. Okay. I guess we'll dip all the way back to that. Yeah, here. we can do that. <laughs> There's his laugh. Oh, yeah, I love oh, it. Because he comes oh, into this sorry, movie like Long Duck Dong. Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. 
I'm yes. sorry, I'm all out of vodka. Oh, no, no, to no, the soundtrack no, of the I, butthole I, surfers. I, I, I did like that. <laughs> nice. Open my. Oh, you have a daughter. Oh, you have a daughter. He sounds like the other lawyer from My Cousin Vinny. He does. I'll keep a special for you. But it's called. And then he, oh, he like, oh. moves his fingers so the guy uh-huh. can... <laughs> and I'm the resident advisor. Oh, shit. It so- his voice sounds hey, like he's been hanging upside down for a half hour. It's very nasally, and he's, like, legit hanging upside down. I'm not going to have her living across the hall from that, uh, that, that thing over there. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I didn't like this co-ed business. That thing Calm over down, uh, and then the two girls kiss. I didn't go to college, so let me know, guys. Is this what I missed? Did you did you stay in the dorms and go to college? And have I, the, I the commuted real... to college. Me too. I did not yeah. experience anything Oh, man. Like I need to know if this is what I missed, I man. wish, though, that I had like stayed in the dorms and had the college experience. For one thing, I would have gotten it all over with a lot quicker than <laughs> sure. 11 years that it took me to graduate from college. Communal living. You know? And um, I, I feel like... And See, it, I feel the opposite. I feel like I'd have just totally gone into whatever crazy Parties. shit was going down. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I do think when you're older you get more out of the experience. But I I also know that tuition goes up every year and I probably <laughs> would have spent a shit less <laughs> a shitload less money if yeah. I would have um so we have some cameos. I was just going to ask for cameos because I have the clip of one at least. Yeah. One of them you can't get a clip because there was no words. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Um, one is Adam Goldberg. Okay. Um, he was the guy that I just want to dance from. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. Thank yep. you. Yes. He plays the Indian at the... Um, at the Halloween oh, party. Oh, the total red face character. Oh my oh, god! Okay. This, I could not. This movie. It was kind of racist. Yeah, like, it was basically still the eighties. There's so many <laughs> things like that in this movie. Nice. Right. Um, Brendan Fraser, yes. obviously. That was such Brendan a Fraser weird just little... shows up as a joke yeah. cameo in his so own great. like a, his own wink to the camera. Like, what are you doing? I loved it because I fucking love that movie. Yeah. And I and back then he was like hot. Stuff. See, I was surprised you ever got past that part. I figured you would just like rewatch the Brendan Fraser part over and over. <laughs> oh, I can just watch and see. What's your Man favorite? What's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Anyone? Um, you know what? I really, really like The Mummy. Okay, but I, I just started rewatching because it's on Netflix. Um, Inkheart, the movie. Inkheart, oh yeah, okay. And that's a really good movie. Is that I'm, an older movie? Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, anything with Brendan Fraser seen. in it is sure. older. I didn't know if he had that. Fra- was, that was Fra- like the Fra- National Treasure thing, right? Like National Treasure hit, and they made a couple movies that were similar. Are you talking about The Mummy? The Inkheart movie. No, Inkheart was, it was only one. It's where he um, he could read out of a book and make characters come to life. Oh. He, yeah. That is the he, opposite call- of uh, National Treasure. <laughs> not that movie. No. Um, but, I, I, yeah. And remember, we, we've talked about this. Is it Fraser, Fraser, Fraser or Frazier? I just, it's Brendan Fraser. Okay. As far Fraser. as I'm concerned. But. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if this is going to bleed in, but we've got another mode of transportation <laughs> flying by the podcast today. What about you? There's a oh, helicopter sorry. going outside somewhere. Joe, what, what's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Uh, gosh, I don't know. I'm going to go with a hard and fast now and then. Yeah. His cameo. What, have you seen School Ties, the movie School Ties? Or no. um, what's the one where he, he was with Jim Joe Pesci? He was a homeless guy. Oh, With Honors. Oh, yes. Yes. I love that, that movie. That is a great movie. I forgot about that movie mm-hmm. being a Brendan Fraser movie when mm-hmm. Joe Pesci lives in the basement of the library. And yeah. And he starts burning his thesis. Yeah. Yeah. 
So great. Anyhow. We should put that on the list. Welcome to yeah. another another episode. That's true. Another yeah, that another. needs to be that a, needs to be part. a podcast within a podcast. True, it's very meta. <laughs> um. All right. So here's the one where I, the I saved this for last because I figured this is the clip that you had. The other cameo. Yep. And actually, this is really sad, but it's like some of the best acting I think that happened in the in okay. This movie. And it's probably not the clip I pulled. So is it what, Flea? Yeah. I thought oh he did God. a good job. Oh, it was awful. Like watching that was painful. Did you, Joe? Did you think it was bad? Uh, it was a little bit awkward, but I did feel like he was kind of like the perfect guy to play that character. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, there was something weird where that scene kind of stopped you in the movie. The though. pacing of it was real the strange, pacing. and they stopped, turned, and did like a can like a like a close Full up, face? like a close yeah, up of did, his face. Because it's agree. like we need you to know no, th- that this, this is, is flea. flea. We yeah. we pulled this guy. This was a big get for us. We made it flee. And but yeah, just listen to it because it it plays awkward as fuck. Does it hurt? It's better than a kick in the face with a golf shoe. <laughs> yeah, like why is that delay there? I don't know. Oh, like he's trying to remember his line. I think it's, it's that they wanted him to think about it oh, like in real life. Like they, like you. you would say, yeah. I don't know, it's better than uh, like a kick in the face. No, what like, hold on. He's standing right, standing next, to right me. next to you. Yeah. Oh, this right here. You see that? Huh? You see what happens? The ink soaks in the, the system and the says, guy's freaked out. Look at him. What are you, you freak? It's a good point. So? See? I mean, he's not you overacting. The time he's barely acting is yeah, the problem. Yeah, but the, I, I feel like that's what a tattoo artist, he's like, mm, that, he's got a good point. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I could, don't know. I thought he did a good job. He really had a good streak of showing up in Yeah, yeah he was in The though. Chase. Yeah. He was, a, but then The Chase, him and, um, what's his face? The Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, they were, but they were like crazy in And they movie. were both in Point Break, right? At least he was. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't remember. It's been a while since I've seen I looked that. Up, I do love that movie. Yeah, I, I clicked on him in, in IMDb mm-hmm. just to see how many. Because uh, his like bio said uh, he ha- appeared in a string of 90s films. Yeah. Being, you know, the, those being, you know, this movie and then a couple others too. Have you ever seen Red Hot Chili Peppers in concert? No. I have. I have too. What did you think? They were great. They were fantastic. Yeah. And it was like, it was recent. It was within the last 10 years. Did you? When did you see them? Oh, it would have been in the like mid nineties. <sighs> You're yeah. like, that's my dream. Huh. Were they wearing socks over their dicks? No, unfortunately, they'd already kind of gone past that <laughs> era. Yeah, they're <laughs> just sitting on stools with acoustic guitars. Right <laughs> way past with socks on their dicks. <laughs> they are still like slippers, <laughs> like booties on their dicks. They're like uh, the knee high, just yeah, they're orthopedic socks. That's what. <laughs> okay, let's do. Uh, you, I, I guess this is probably as good a time as any. We can probably cut now. We're we're forty some minutes deep. We can probably yeah. make it, we can take a break real quick, and then we'll get back after the break. But before we do, we have an activity for you, Joe. This is a new thing. Not since you've or this has happened since you've been on. Uh, way back in the beginning, we have a little game that we like to play with our guests before the break, and it is called Chop This. <laughs> I I was gonna push the button, but then I assumed that Mandy was gonna say it. So she she perked up and had the big breath well, in. Well, I wasn't sure. I was so, researching a little. So, right. okay. So I'm just going to play the theme song. We have okay. a theme song for You should have seen the look on Mandy's face when I was, did that. I, I'm yeah, sorry. Was, <laughs> I'm was, sorry. She was like a meerkat just popped out of the, <laughs> out of the ground. Like, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, here we go. Chop this, chop this synopsis. By Bob Fredericks, our chop theme song. Chop this synopsis. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Bringing it home. 
All right. This game is called Chop This Synopsis, and we heard my synopsis at the beginning. I read off of Google way too long. I didn't even get to the parts about he comes home for Thanksgiving. Who cares, right? I don't need that. What I want from you is a synopsis of this film that is 10 words or less. Oh, you're okay? killing me. <laughs> just, You'll have the break to think about it. So when we come back, that's when we'll get it from you. Okay, I just got to say first, like watching this movie, the whole movie, all I could notice was how weird the structure of this movie was. Okay. It's 45 minutes until they get to the real yes. premise of the film. Yes, I will tell you're you, absolutely right. It is, let's see here. We meet Theo at about 30 minutes deep. We get the proposal at the... Uh, it's 45 it's minutes 45 in minutes when, when he they says get off the he's going to farm. Or maybe uh, that's even an hour. The, yeah. the fight around the table is at 50 minutes in. The makeover with Connie is at an hour deep. Yes. So, I mean, like nothing really pivotal changes. Yeah. They do a shitload of setup. That's what I said. They took time yeah. in this film. Yeah. They really ate up that time and yeah. used it to get us on his mm-hmm. side because wow. we needed a lot of time. I'm really yeah. sweating this guy. So, all right. So, when we come back from the break, you'll have... Uh, a synopsis of this film. You'll have a synopsis of Son-in-Law in 10 words or less right after the break. But before that, we'll have to go and listen to these uh, little commercially things. So we'll be right back after, after these, these messages. messages. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. It's a weekly podcast where two comedians review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. We'll also talk about the hottest news in movies, like how badly is MoviePass doing? Oh, it's done? Perfect. You can find us on all your podcasting hosting sites, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever. Is that a thing? Yeah, I use CastBox. Oh, that's great. Yeah. While we're on there. All right. Check us out on all these things. This better be good. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Grinder, Zanga, LiveJournal. Oh, that's a thing. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And And that that was good. Hey, everybody. This is Stu from the Elemental Podcast. If you like podcasts with interesting guests, engaging stories, or maybe passing on some knowledge to you, my podcast isn't for you then. We swear a whole lot. We talk about nonsense. We try to have a good time, though. So if you like that, give us a listen. The Elemental Podcast. You can find it on SoundCloud, CastBox, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Every Monday and Thursday. Give us a listen. It, please. Chop this, chop this, synopsis. And, and we're, we're back. back. All, all right. right. It's the so great. Break of all time. Can I just say, like, for anybody who gets this reference, Bob Fredericks and Adam Deggie sing a lot alike. Uh, Stu McAllister was absolutely convinced that that was Adam Deggie. I thought it was Adam until you said that. Yes. Uh, there have been multiple people who were convinced that it was Adam Deggie, which, by the way, Adam, if you're listening, we could certainly use some hot tracks. I don't care what it's about. <laughs> have you oh, done if, the show yet? Yeah, uh, twice. Oh, yeah, he's done okay. twice. Yeah. If you can, uh, if you can change our "How old are you?" Yeah. theme song, that I kind of want somebody amazing. to do like an acoustic, like live version of that, but the same way, the like same it. songs. Yes. I just want it to be them doing it instead of okay. having to steal Adam, it. Adam, you're listening. <laughs> Adam, 
No, it needs Please to be somebody this. with like some musical talent. That's, <gasps> like no, Adam is Adam's got bars for days. I'm talking about somebody who can play like an instrument or something. Okay, so it really Adam, needs to be, so you sing. Yeah, either Garrett get Garrett involved. Yes. Can, uh Derek Feltner could yes, could pull Derek it off. Derek is an amazing Mulligan. I I <laughs> actually had a, a major crush, lady boner for Derek when I was in my early twenties when he sang for in Mulligan. The band he was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's. Interesting. I, I it, it, it was yeah I, I can't even explain it it was just as soon as I saw him as a comedian I was like oh my god you used to be the lead singer of Mulligan and then I got all sweaty <laughs> so whatever all right uh so that brings us back uh yes it does sound like Adam Daggy you're not the only one uh but that does bring <laughs> us back to the rousing conclusion of chop, chop this synopsis. synopsis nailed it Mandy way to go yep we got it that Thanks. time okay we we were a little shoddy at the beginning of this but you know you can't account for for all of our I'm sorry Okay, hundred yeah. so, percent at the end. So like here it, is your ten words or less synopsis of son-in-law. Like I said before the break, it, it's a little weird because you basically have, uh, you know, the fish out of water story. Mm-hmm. Um, you have it's a romantic comedy, uh, which I kind of like. The, it feels like the sexes are reversed a little bit in this romantic comedy, a little bit sure. in a way. Um, I have said a thousand times that I really enjoy a movie that has multiple plot lines yeah. going at the same time yeah i really i think it just get to if it's a one trick sort of movie and i just gotta yeah. watch a to b happen, you gotta have the b plot i need a b i need a c even yeah if it's really gonna hang on you yeah know? and i like a movie that you've got multiple things that you care about what's happening or you want to get back and you'd be like oh what was what did happen or with each those character people? has their own little like universe going yes. on and you really kind of want to see more mm-hmm. of everybody mm-hmm. yeah there's sure. depth there's depth even if there's depth in a poly i was movie. surprised by how how much uh, ground this movie covered? Mm, yeah, and how again, it gets you in the feels. How long it took for them to get there? And it wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm and I'm not even shitting on the movie for that. I, I'm glad that they took the time to do it because a movie like this with a character like Paulie Shore has a potential to just be nonstop, just, just like stupid. throwing shit at yeah. the wall and seeing what sticks. And this movie had more substance to that. But anyhow, Yay. sorry, Joe. Go back. Yeah, so that's why I, I went big picture uh, and I did it uh, in only nine words because that's nice. how good I am. That's right. You got uh, one to spare. So my synopsis That's for our be... wow at the end. We'll, <laughs> we'll take that 10th word. Polly Shore teaches Trump voters the meaning of life. I wow. love it. Yeah. <laughs> that is the movie. Yeah. The real meaning of life. If only it would happen now. Yes, need, please. Polly Shore, America needs you. For our critics, by the way, our guest mentioned the dislike Trump, of Trump yeah. first. It wasn't Mandy this time? No. By the way, I couldn't help through the whole movie uh, wondering. It, it kind of felt like a lot of the hatred of Polly was a little on the borderline of irrational. Okay. And all I could think of was, it's probably because he's a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't, they don't take kindly to his type right. around there because he really did nothing besides wear like slightly weird clothing. He was strange, and and when you're southern and and a country person, and he's and feminine, just like when Flea we, mentioned that yes. he was, I mean, he's. You say southern, aren't they in the Dakotas? Yeah, yeah, but they're I guess basically northern, they're, South yeah, Dakota, Middle That's true. America. <laughs> yeah. 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 Middle I mean, America. They're like they're still like my my most of my family's from Minnesota, and I think the, it's all the, the same. The Afro's just yeah. coming into would style you, there. So, so would you consider somebody from South Dakota or somebody from like Tennessee or something to be more out of it? Like I mm. I do think that was a decent location for this, especially back then. Which yeah. I don't know what that means other than like now they might have Wi Fi. I guess. Yeah. But like, yeah. I feel like it's just as like a desolate wasteland. Yes. Like the Dakotas to me seem like. 
there's literally nothing there except like wide open space yeah and like, farming and yeah and people who don't want like off the grid people mm-hmm. who are just like we're here because we don't like anybody yes. and we don't want any of you coming towards right. us right and i feel like the speed limit's like 98 miles per hour <laughs> and like just no one gives a fuck it's like the up except two full states yes but, no i could totally see that but yeah i like it i'd watch that movie you know that's basically what we're looking for is um, always i just, for sure would watch that movie we need, we need the uh we need the netflix synopsis just something real quick that someone would be like yeah i could click on that and see what happens so that whole fucking paragraph about paulie shore's nonsense and move into the big city who, who cares no right? we don't care yeah anymore. the actual so. synopsis is way too long it's true yeah we need uh we need some nice That's copy the newer Paulie shore teaches trump voters what the, the meaning, meaning of, of life. The meaning of life yeah that's it that's how we do yeah, it absolutely all right let's get to uh this was a big hit for me the square dance scene mm, uh, this is one of the my least favorite started scenes. out real hot for me and then got to the end and i was like it's, okay paulie yeah. calm oh, the fuck down because yeah. you are like on the verge of assaulting this poor old well, man yes. and matt speaks here as a professional wedding dj <laughs> he knows that you could not pull this shit and everybody's having a good time they'd be like would you shut the f up yeah. we came here to square dance that's and true. when i was a kid i loved this scene as an adult i was just like oh get this over with i'm gonna say this guy's not a good uh hold on i'm gonna pause instead of stopping horse horace yeah this guy's not a great square dance no uh caller caller there you go i was like how do you what do you host uh yeah he's guy. like a bingo caller he's right. a square dance caller not great to start with and then to go from him to paulie shore was probably a huge letdown for most of these people <laughs> in real life but yeah to go from horace to paulie was a little rough i would i'd say this is like the original rap music though really if you I, I, I kind of had the same thought just too. Just rhythmic yeah. talking. Well, I think that Polly proves that by changing yeah. all the words. He goes up and weird owls his uh, right square dance song. Crusty. <laughs> I love that laugh. <laughs> Yep, I would just leave. I would look up there and be like, "All right, he's doing yeah. something different. I'm gonna go." This it's like circular dancing, bro. Come on, look, they're having a blast. Are you guys having fun? I do love in movies how much like everybody dances all the time at every public event, which does not happen anywhere. No. Yeah. Because it's only the children at a wedding who dance, well, really. Well, it's obviously not picking season because there would be no farmers there. <laughs> You're really into this picking season thing. I love it when he says, if your gal is finger licking. Yeah. So maybe they did hate him for a reason. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's rough. That's a rough I mean, go, there's Polly. definitely a lot of like sexual innuendos. He's real sexual. For 93, yeah. like... I, our culture has changed so but much. But I think since then. he was edgy in like the late eighties, and then yeah. he just kept being that yeah. same one trick pony, and then it sort of fucking shot him <laughs> in the foot. Like he was like, "All right, we're this is all I have. This, please <laughs> want me in your movie." So one of the things that we usually talk about is who could have played the other characters, and I, I there was not a lot of fun facts. I searched and searched and searched. Who is your? Do you have a favorite character first? Uh, if like, let's say it's not Pauly Shore. In this and, film? Yeah. I'm guessing it wouldn't be anyway. <laughs> sure. Like, let's say it's not Polly Shore. Let's say it's not Rebecca. Like, main main characters aside, who is your, like, tops standout? Uh, well, besides the obvious Tiffany Amber Thiessen, <laughs> sure. who, uh, you know, just 
Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. She's just a personification of cute. Yeah. I think it's just yeah. that's all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach Morris would agree with you. I, I, really, I really do think the father. Um, okay. okay. Like Walter, he, yeah. He's, to me, the character that makes the film, really, is because it's his growth when he realizes he that his dad he, treats him like he treats his daughter. Yes. Like, that's really the pivotal scene of the movie. And he... He doesn't come across as an intolerant bigot the way a lot no. of the other people kind of do in the film. He even sticks up for him. He yeah. thanks him for trying to save his dad. Yeah. yeah. He definitely And comes just his around. acting chops, I yeah. think the reason why the drama of the movie comes across so well is because of his acting chops. It's the reason why a lot of movies will, you know, they'll take this classically trained British actor and make uh-huh. him the villain of the movie. And you can just make the stupidest movie. But if you have this really great, like, British actor who's done Shakespeare as your villain, it's believable. And yeah. everything else just falls into place. I agree. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Matt? Um, Pappy's my favorite, I already said. Yeah, so. I, I, yeah I could do without... That guy. Um, <laughs> what about Zach? I do like. No, I'm not. I mean, he's just there for comic relief and grossness and just whatever. He works. I mean, I get it. And and he's he's good in the movie. Yeah. What he was told to do, he does well. I think. Um, Isn't but, it weird though that I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, sure. Their little code language secret shake is milking a cow's tit. Like, yeah, that totally. just is the epitome of that whole creep yes, thing I was talking totally. about earlier. I do have. Least, uh, it's not a yeah. It's a, not a real tit. I do have a clip of him uh, like fixing the computer. Uh-huh. Which was all just nonsense. That was ridiculous. Well, it was nonsense. However, that was character by character of how he gets the he sort family. Of, yeah, he just to, inserts like, himself break, into no, their not lives. Inserts him, but like yeah. he kind of breaks the barrier sure. of like their their prejudice. That is one of the first prejudice. scenes where you really get the humanity of Polly Shore. Where before then he's the cartoon character, mm-hmm. Polly Shore. Yeah, My, because he's talking about being in Vegas. He didn't have any friends. Sure, you know it was interesting. He's going to eat a hungry man dinner for Thanksgiving by himself. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Well, the whole thing with like uh, talking about how his mom was uh, Mitzi Shore and he grew up in a comedy club. Like they clearly like kind of used his actual real biography mm-hmm. and instead kind of put it in like Vegas and stuff. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that's probably exactly and it was how just he grew him up. trying to insert himself into Middle America, like just trying to be like, please accept me. Yep. I'm not as weird as you think I am, just because I have stupid clothes and weird hair. And but, imagine um, there was an alternate universe where everybody did start speaking like the yeah. weasel. <laughs> Good lord. It's um, so weird. Like everybody in this movie eventually gets poisoned by that. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah I it's like great. I like Travis in this movie though. Okay. As much of a dick as he is. Total dick. It it the movie piv- like it's it's based around him as an evil dickhead because like without him again it's very much like that you need that villain to sort of fight against you can almost relate to him too in the beginning when he feels yes. so betrayed yeah. yep. well and i like that originally you didn't know that he was in on the carry plot mm-hmm. to, to carry Polly shore at, yeah. the, at the prom yes. the bachelor party thing yep. and then when he and then you really hate him when oh, he talks that, shit to tiffany yeah, amber he talks down to her and makes that, her feel like she was a yeah. piece of shit like yeah. and then and she starts like, a little tear yes. roll and i'm like come on it's a good heel turn because you really do have some empathy for the guy and i love that uh tiffany what's her fucking name tracy Tracy, fuck jesus christ i love that tracy 
like figured Tracy it out Jesus herself. Like yeah. she, dude, I, she realized with yeah, the, my favorite part of this film is what a fucking badass heroic character she yeah, ends up she being. She fucking sleuths her way through it. I mean, granted, they did leave the fucking pills yeah. in the car, <laughs> yeah. like you idiot fucks. But somebody, still, and then they moved the seat all the way back. Somebody awfully big must have been driving. That, when she realized that that was, but she Scooby Dooed the whole thing. Yeah, Come on. she, she like backwards. She filled then, it in from reverse. She like she, Tarantino her own. She plot. like forced like Polly Shore back in the car. She's like. Nope, come on, we need to talk. That yeah. was, uh, yeah, that was where, like, if I was in the theater, I'm I would like, oh, they're gonna get it. Like, yeah. they figured it out. This yeah. is gonna really happen. <laughs> well, and you knew, like, okay, like somebody's gonna figure out this whole roofie thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But how are they gonna do it? And like, again, that's how I watch films. Like, I know this thing's gonna happen. How is it gonna happen? Right. I love that it was her. But they all. It took that whole thing took the cor- took course over like three days, right? Like, yeah. Like, and how how in the hell like they just like dump a shit ton of pills in those beers yes they, yeah. no I mean, measuring no, no account for they have no idea what the hell's going right. on i mean they're Man, lucky easier to say if you're gonna die. roofie somebody do it responsibly that's true I, uh, yes know your dosage because otherwise they're gonna Thank have to you. dispose of the body like that's gonna get 100%. real rough yeah. well and the thing is if you dose that beer thinking he's gonna drink the beer and then like literally half of that beer goes all on his over shirt, yeah Although it was like they it, really roofied the beer and he knew he couldn't drink the whole thing. <laughs> like about half would be good. Okay, I'll just pour the rest down my body. Um, um, they sorry, don't like they show clearly it's for the sake of the viewer watching, but they put these like little white tablets in there and the little white tablets clearly just float to the bottom and you can see them the whole yes, time he's drinking yeah. that beer. And I'm like, he's not getting any of these because by the yeah. time he gets to the end, yeah, they're going to be stuck well, to the and glass. He just swallowed a pill and been like, uh, what was yeah, that? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Although at that point he had been drinking a lot. The one that doesn't make any sense is when Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Tracy, I remembered this time comes in <laughs> and she's like, totally sober and then drinks the first beer filled with like pills right. at the bottom yeah. like why is this beer so chewy like <laughs> come on well, um, and she didn't down it either. Like he, well, like he, he did it forced her to like yeah. lift it up. Did he? Okay, yeah, he did the raise. He, the glass he was and, like chug, chug, chug. Yep. Um. So Ashley Judd originally auditioned for Rebecca and didn't get it. Ooh. Oh, we didn't add, like who would you? Ooh, we yeah. were starting there and then I backed. But up the thing and, is, is we've never brought Ashley Judd up as a possibility, and yeah. I fucking love her. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how she was back then, but. She was like, she, kiss the girls, yeah. whatever that spider movie was, uh-huh. Along Came a what Spider. What would have been weird is she would have looked like Tim, t- uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen's sister. Yeah. yeah. So you'd have been like, what is the deal with this? Sure. <laughs> so I, I oh, well, who adorable. was she going to be? Was she she gonna... was going to be Rebecca. Okay, I could see, because I mean, they would have She's dolled her wholesome. up too and turned her blonde mm-hmm. and made her, yeah. Yep, so I think that was probably, that would have been a good alternative. She does not seem like a Midwest country girl though. Oh like my gosh, that's with. all she ever plays is a no, Midwest country girl. she plays com- like a girl. scrappy badass, I feel well, like. Well, yeah, because she has to like defeat the... Right, she yeah. has to like... But you're thinking of Detective Ashley Judd. You're <laughs> thinking of homeless in a Walmart Ashley Judd. <laughs> so... Yes, she's I I just think she would have done a good job now. okay, it's easy to think of all the different women that could have played Rebecca. Right. But who else would you have picked to play? Because you specifically said, despite Polly Shore. Yes. Who would you have liked to have played Crawl? Boof. I mean, at that time, it's tough for me to figure out who was a person. It's always hard to think at that time. Like David Spade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that was even late. No, well, and and it's hard too because this was such a vehicle for Polly Shore. It really is like that's Polly Shore's character done as like this manic pixie girl who fixes everybody in a spiritual way. Like that's really like 
His, I don't think anyone else could have done it. I could see this movie as like a Michael J. Fox. I thought type. that too, but I don't think that Michael J. Fox has it in him to be unlikable. Sure. Well, I don't think I, because I don't think he is. Like I don't think Paulie Shore is unlikable. He is to it the wasn't family. Unlikable. He's it just was a culture shock. He rubbed yeah. everybody the wrong way. Yes. And yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't for his own faults either, though. They just don't like your type around here like that's just so maybe like uh like uh john bender type of situation like judd nelson Nelson. i think that would have just gone dark yeah i would uh, i mean like an anthony michael hall probably could have pulled this off just been like a weirdo nerd type kid it could have leaned more into the computers i I honestly don't think there could have been anyway it would need to be somebody that had some energy yeah because that's really like what i found anyone though i think uh, any of the sheens could have done it like oh charlie sheen would have probably been really good in this part yeah yeah, I, but he would have come in like aggressive. I feel like, and then I don't they know. Would have Charlie Sheen would be a better Travis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree with that one hundred percent. But then I would have had her pick. I mean, there's always Travis. Paul Rudd. You know, just <laughs> right? <laughs> just throw Paul so, Rudd in every movie. Uh-huh. We haven't talked about budget. We usually talk oh, about it before sure. the break. Yeah. Um, how much do you think this movie made? And it was 1993. Ooh. No, wait. First we start. Or, with I'm sorry. Cost. How much do you think it cost? Yeah. How much did it? Cost uh, I'd to make say uh, 1.3 million. I'm gonna say it's more. I'm gonna say Eight, it was eight ten. Yeah, it's probably around that area. I'm going to say... I went way too low. I realize yeah. that. You, got, you can guess again. Yeah. There's you no I'll say $8 million. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go eleven three. $20 million. That's an expensive... So where does that come in? I mean, clearly they shot on location or at well, least some Polly, location. With out Polly, in, it was after Encino Man. Yeah. yeah Polly so he probably pulled some, in some cash for it. And uh, Tiffany probably cost a few bucks. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but even the limited role she was in, I guess she still had to have a paycheck. But, but yeah. the cast in this was super small. There wasn't I, a ton of people. I know, and there wasn't a lot of locations. Like, every scene was at their dining yeah. room table. But so. there was the on-location <laughs> ship from California. Yeah, that's true. So they had to clearly They had to go to Venice Beach well, and do all that flee. stuff. Yeah. If it was legit Venice Beach and not some weird-ass like, yeah. Cana- Canadian shoreline that they used. For- <laughs> true story. No, it was California because Flea does not show <laughs> up in true. any other place. He does not commute. For- um, okay, so it cost $20 million to make. How much do you think that it made? Uh, I'd say a cool 45. Okay. I don't, uh, again, it, I don't think it made a huge, Box office? Yeah. Like it, total, total gross. Total Up gross. until total today. Total box office. Ooh. I uh, I don't think it made a ton because they would have tried to make a sequel. But it's been a he- well back then they didn't really sequelize sequel, everything. Though. They tried though. Like and were, if anything made more than like two or three times, this would have budget. had to have done amazing on cable and VHS sales. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like everybody had a VHS son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I did. Um, I'm gonna say that this movie made. It was twenty to make. I'm gonna say it was. It was less than fifty. I'm going to say somewhere between forty and fifty. It got back. Okay, so you're both around the same. It actually made thirty six point four million. Okay, all right. So it made sixteen point I mean, four. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It wasn't yep. a flop, but no. it was clearly not a huge. That's, yeah, yeah. Movie for them. Yeah. So it makes sense. And again, I think this was. It was a career, career builder. I. I think this was the down, like they were seeing a downscale of people caring about Paulie Shore movies. I think that's why his career went the way it did. This, I don't think. I'd be curious to know what the box office were for the following movies for him. Like, did they continue to go, you know, down and down? Like each progressively got less and less. Because I feel like that's got to be the case. And I think this was just started like the start of a downward trend for Paulie Shore. One thing about the movies that people talk about with Paulie, like they almost go in reverse order of the career. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that Encino Man only came out one year before that, so I'm okay. looking up the budget for that right now. If you guys want to talk, well, about I don't know. Will yourselves. we ever? Do you think we'll ever do that movie? I don't want to. Um, like blow yeah, it's been a hell of a hot oh. streak, man. Encino well, Man. 
Yeah, that's true. I, I guess the world that. will never know. Let's not blow it now because I don't want to know yet. Okay. Just look it up and okay. see if I'm right. <laughs> don't tell me because uh, I want to make sure I'm fresh for the next one if we so do that movie. This, I think that this movie is fun to talk about ages because we have a lot of yeah, sure. supposed to be teenagers or and late. old people who, mm-hmm. are, who are old. So we, we have another game that we play with our guests, Joe. And this game has a theme song as well because why shouldn't it? This theme song, it's hit some nerves with some people. Some people like it. I don't know who they are because they've never told me, but some people hate it. And I know who those people are because they're sitting across the table from me. <laughs> uh, this one has a theme song that I... This theme song was written by Annie McDowell's Teeth. That's true. It's might oh as well God, have yes. been. <laughs> yeah. for all if, you there, da- if Annie McDowell's Teeth could be perverted. For all you McDowell rods out there. All right, here we go. See, she doesn't think that this part redeems that first part. Really hates the first part. And it's too long because it's still going. Should have ended there. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm Polly Shore. Weird Al. Here he comes. Okay. Uh, Really, all it needed, though, was. No, stop. So horrible. So horrible. That's all it needs. That's the, stopped right there. That's the Ice Cream Man song. Yeah, that, that theme song, although it may seem like it's two minutes long, 30 seconds. <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. Okay. Um. So how old do you think that a Rebecca was? That would be Carla Jude. At the time of filming, we need to know how old these people were. Google Gino. At the Go- time of Google, filming. Google Gino. Google Gino. Hmm. I will say... Gagagino. Uh, I will say uh, she's probably roughly my age, so I will say that uh, in the filming of this film, uh, she was 19 years old. Okay. I'm going to go 17. 22. Okay. Oh, my first guess, of oh. course. <laughs> how old do you think that- That's a win for Joe, though. How old do you think Zach was? Patrick Renna, the mm, little brother yeah. with the puffy cheeks. Oh, my God. They, they played the hell out of that, didn't they? I will say- um, as the guest, I go first, right? Sure. You, yes. Uh, jump right in there. 15. He was 15. <laughs> I will say, I think he, he looks younger than he is. So I will say he was 14 years old. Okay. I Matt, said you said 15. Yeah, jump okay. right in. Um, he was I'm not going to let Joe boss me around. He was 14. Oh, Boom. suck it, Matt. Suck it. Stop oh. it. Shut right. your fucking mouth. <laughs> All right. I just um, want to know how many times it would take me to interrupt this game playing that for you to just get up and leave. They just throw the headphones down. <laughs> How old was Polly Shore? Crawl. Mm. 29, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to say he was 30. 25. Yikes. Whoa. Yeah. We've both overbid. Yeah. <laughs> um, how old was your favorite character, Tracy, Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Uh, just timeless. Can I Ageless. say that? Is it? Yeah. You guys are so adorable. <laughs> she is amazing. I mean, even now. Yeah, those yeah. cheeks. Uh, I will say um, 25. Okay. 20. 19. Oof. Oof. Both over bed. Prime Just right. choice Just teriyaki. <laughs> prime charisma. choice teriyaki. <laughs> Why yeah. does he say that? What's he, charisma? He calls Rebecca prime USDA choice teriyaki. I don't know. Yeah. Just because it's is she more fun to say. I guess. I know. Teriyaki. 
Ricky. Because <laughs> um, beef is the alternative, yeah. and it's just like yeah. sirloin doesn't have enough syllables. Yeah. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, how I wonder old? if he practices words like at home. Yeah, he's like, okay, what, what would I say that What's has funnier? which has nine syllables? Because that's what I need to say. T-bone. <laughs> nope, not it. <a> teriyaki. Oh my god, you guys it. are so Salisbury. That's where most Salisbury. <laughs> 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 when you describe a woman as prime USDA choice Salisbury steak. Salisbury. I want to Salisbury my bone in you. <laughs> Berry. Get it? <laughs> That's where half of this budget Berry went. That's bone. why it was so high. It was just him getting takes just over and over again at yeah. that scene. <laughs> Paulie, we're out of tape again. Put another one on the rack. Let's do this, buddy. <laughs> All right. All right, Travis. That uh, would be a Dan Gothier. Fuck, I don't know. 22. 25. 30. Fuck. Mm. And then last but not least, Pappy. All right. Uh, 69. 58. <laughs> I'm going to say he was like 50. Pappy? Yeah. The grandmother? I always go the other way. Everybody in Hollywood always plays 20 years older but than like, they are when they're old. But with me, though, I am notoriously bad at especially the old people. Like, if someone is, like, in their late 40s, I'm like, I don't know, 70? Yeah. I'm the worst at this, so I just yeah. decided to dial it back. He was 74. Okay. Wow. He was actually, it's funny because when he's like, how do you feed a hungry man? Sing it, Rebecca. Uh-huh. Um, His name is uh, Mason Adams. He was the original voice for Hungry Man. No way. Easter egg. Yeah. Wow. So, Fun yeah, facts. 74. I didn't do the other, the mom or the dad, so, because we don't care. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that was. Are <laughs> you? Right. You get stuck in there, man. Wait you can't help you, it. If you're gonna listen to this back, you're gonna be singing that shit at work. That's I can true. tell you that right yeah, that's now. That's true. I'll take it. Out you're gonna the... be walking by your coworkers. How? <laughs> oh. I'll take it out in the edit. All right. Uh, let's. Uh, we didn't get to meet. Oh, let's do the charisma line since we just brought it up. Charisma. Undiscovered country. Oh. <laughs> Moving in for the close up. Show me love. Show me love. And cut. You have got charisma. It's a tool. He's so great. What is that? It's a special quality of leadership <laughs> that captures the popular imagination and inspires allegiance and devotion. I love it because he's got a memorized line he uses on people because we can tell because later when he leaves, he just spouts it off again. Uh-huh. It's a tool. It's for your trunk. I popped your daughter's trunk. <laughs> <laughs> And you're, uh, well, wait, um. don't tell me. Sally. <laughs> Jesse. Raphael. I love that he that laughs at so his own cute, joke. Right? Yeah. Oh, Becca. <laughs> Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Like There's it. a dated reference for so nobody listening. Uh, Was she wearing red glasses? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Right Hell across the hallway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you're in breath. <laughs> Excuse me? You know, your mom's your dad, and your dad's your brother. I love how he points you at know. the guys on the bench and says, inbreeders, and they don't just, like, smoke him right then yeah. and there. Well, uh, he actually thinks... choice, teriyaki. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you need anything, I'll be... It's funny because he says, and I feel like he's saying, I, when the whole time I was growing up, I always thought he said... Inbreathers, like in, like he, they're out there breathing. Yeah, and like now I realize after watching it uh, with closed caption. Normally, <laughs> I just leave and try to get let you guys take care of things, but I got to go pee real quick, so uh-huh. I'll just well, that way I'll know during the edit. Yeah, what. we'll be we'll be totally fine. You're ready to cut this part out? Uh no, whatever. <laughs> Me and Joe can handle this. All right, so. 
Right. All right. So we got what? We got Tiffany Amber Thiessen. What do you think about the mom? She had stuff for her mom? Uh, I didn't get it, but, uh, you know, I guess I kind of saw it when yeah. he was in the bathroom with her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think she was better looking before or after the makeover? I did not like the makeover whatsoever. No, me either. She looked like... I liked the dress. Yeah, but it was like one of those, like, when, like, your daughter at one point will be like, I want to put on makeup, uh-huh. mommy. I want to look pretty like you. And was just, like, pinky <laughs> makeup. Oh, my makeup. God. That is totally, yeah. I think I've seen your that on your Facebook yes, feed, actually. totally. That's what my daughter does. <laughs> Although, I do think the morning after, when she's, like, got, like, mussed up hair... And she's like, you can just see her glowing because you can tell that she's had sex. And what did you think about the separate beds? The fact that they sleep in separate beds. Do you think that that's like a thing? Like, would you do that? I don't know, because that used to be such a trope on TV to have the married couple in separate beds. So I don't know if people actually kind of did it, use do to you sleep think that you way? Would, do, would you like to have a separate bed? Uh, my wife probably would when I snore. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's... That that I feel like when you're doing room, separate though. beds, that's when your marriage is over. Well, okay. that's like, but it was back in the fit. That was like the Ricky and Lucy sort yeah, of. That's shit. what I was like, saying. Yeah, I think it was. It was just represented represented that way on television too. What? Who was there? Was somebody was the first couple to ever be represented with a with a single bed? There, like everybody on TV was always separate beds, but then there was one, and I can't remember who it was, but they made a big deal out of it hmm. when it finally got shown on television. Is that they they had a shared. Uh, bed all the time. I but. should know that piece of trivia. Yeah, I, I should. I feel like I did at one point, clearly, because it's in there somewhere, but it just won't shake out. Who? I want to say it was Dick Van Dyke giving it to Mary Tyler Moore, <laughs> no, but no, I don't remember. No. It was Looking Laverne it and up. Shirley. <laughs> just both uh, of them. The Brady Bunch. Okay. Ooh. First shared bed was on the Brady Bunch. Look at that. Mm. Well, or, of course, they like to fuck. It was a gay man, too, so <laughs> that's how they got away with it. <laughs> or the Munsters. They, <laughs> they did both in, 19, in 1947. They both like to fuck. That's, yeah, that's what we know. I mean, those. yeah. Anyhow, and, right. and then he what did had I miss? A, I we mean, talked how, about mom wait, and how yeah, cartoonish she looked. How long yeah. do you think it had been since they had sex? That was what I, I felt was like. Thinking. There was way too much focus. At on least twelve them years having sex. It was very disturbing. How old was the kid? How much the movie revolved around them banging? Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I feel, just think it's because Pauly Shore's hypersexualized, and that's what no. he was into. I feel like it was there was a humongous problem in their marriage and the biggest problem was that they weren't connecting and they weren't having sex. Okay, that's where I like my director hat comes in and I'm like, that's where you should have like a throwaway line in the film that indicates there's some lack of things happening there. That's why he says we don't make anything together and yeah. she's like, Is that my fault? And so, mm. like, you realize at the table that, you know, they so haven't that's where done I, it in a while. Watching the movie under duress, I probably just <laughs> missed some of the subtleties. But that's what I'm saying. When it comes down to, like, the, the real catalyst of what changed things, doesn't that put all of the responsibility on that onto the, the woman who let herself go? You know what I mean? Because once she, like, dolls herself up, that's he was like, problem, he's Matt. ready to fuck all the time. <laughs> well, She's she just says, not, and not she, into it. She says, is that my fault? So, am I, I mean, he's a farmer. He's probably tired when he comes in. I guess, and... but those are excuses, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's the thing. So do we let it be? We let it fall on mom as her fault for just kind well, of Well, she did stopping. say at one point, like, I quit bothering because there was no point right. in it. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, so that... I mean, he probably has low T. 
I mean, it's true. yes, he probably does, like, and she doesn't feel beautiful, so she's like, I don't Plus, feel. Plus, does pretty. dad live with them? I mean, that's a little weird. Dad's right? living with him. He's hanging yeah. out with Theo all day, and Theo's hot stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. and he's like, hey, can we put a rain check on this? And he's like, hey, you coming to bed? Which is totally weird because that's his dad. Yeah. yeah that However, was... if it was her dad, it would have been weirder. Sure. So the fact that it was let's his meet dad. Theo since we haven't yet. Yeah. And I really hate this guy. He's a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit before he became a piece of shit in the movie, and like. He is the reason that he got like a thousand dollars worth of damage on the farm. Absolutely, all Theo's fault. Yeah, like that fuckface did all of the things yes. wrong. If he had just let Paulie Shore go about his like, uh-huh. yeah, Instead his farmer being, day, yep. he would have figured out how to be a fucking farmer in one day. Yeah, but he was down there throwing a goddamn mm-hmm. wrench and everything he had to do. I don't like this city boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never been on a farm before. You kid. Uh-uh. On He's farms, like, we kill weasels. My name's Crawl. He's Pleasure the only person you, that they didn't, like, he didn't take it a point to, like, yeah. fix him either. Like, mm-hmm. he tried, like, he tried to have, like, some heart to hearts with Theo, yeah. but. Yeah. I love when he's like, you should be He's drinking light beer. Make the shrivel the tomatoes. <laughs> he's just always got advice for people. It's weird. Yeah, and he's like, he's oh, a- it's Miller time, huh, Theo? You should be drinking light beer. <laughs> he is an advisor, though. So That's right, he's- residential advisor, yeah. resident advisor. He's got that going for him. All right. Are we ready to go to the, the final game? Yeah. Do you think? Let's, yeah. do it. Let's get to the final game. This game has a theme song as well, because why shouldn't it? Why not? And Does Mandy like this theme song? I do. Uh, should we say the name of the game together no, before okay. we play the song? Okay. I thought we'd talk it out first beforehand. I think it's time we stop, children. What's, What's that sound? sound? Everybody you hear what I hear. What's that sound? Do you hear what I hear? What, 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 what's that sound? Matt with the editing. That's Ooh. right. <laughs> Dropping bars. This game is called What's, What's that, that Sound? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it. Honestly, when we had Joe on here before, we had none of this. None of it. Stuff. None yeah. of it. Yeah. And we, this is definitely, I, I just feel like I, when I go back and listen to those episodes, I think we do a really good job since we have never done anything, anything like this before. Um, but we are definitely more fun. Yeah, it's now. just more fun to listen to and more fun, I assume, to be a guest on than it was before because we just made you watch Groundhog Day. Yeah. yeah. And who it's cares? It's a blast. It's true. <laughs> All right, so I'm this guessing game... he liked that better than son-in-law. By the way, can I say that uh, Carla uh, Gugino does look a little bit like a younger Andy McDowell? No, not even. <laughs> no. Andy McDowell is uggo. Uggo. All right, here we go. Carla so, is beautiful. What I did was I took this movie and pulled the clips that we've already heard, but I also took the time to find some sounds in this movie that aren't necessarily dialogue-based. There's just something going on on screen. So what I'm going to do is play a small, very short clip for you, yes, yeah. Focus in, shut your eyes, do whatever you got to do. But I'm going to play a clip for you, and then you're going to have an opportunity to tell me what's happening. If you can't get it, we'll give you a couple of tries. If you want to hear the clip again, just let me know, and we'll play it as many times as you need. But if you can't get it, then it's going to go to Mandy, and if Mandy can't get it, then it's going to go to the listeners, and they will uh, send us a message in and let us know what the sound was. Yeah, we've, our epahos. Yeah, send it out to the epahos out there. We've gotten. Uh, I think everything has been answered. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's none that's still hanging no, out there. I so. think we're good. Yeah. Um, so here we go. The first round, there's three of them, by the way. So the first sound we're going to play is, let's do this one here. Oh, I got to say, that's at the Country Club Proposal. It is at the Country well Club Proposal. Done. That's what it was. All right. So next sound, sound number two. <laughs> uh, 
that is uh, unedited, by the way. That is exactly how it sounded in the film. Just that, so everybody that knows. That is the scene where the uh, the mom and dad make love. Nope. No, that does sound like what it would be. Oh my god, this is so great. Oh no, I got it. It's when he kills the turkey. Nope. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I'm stumped. You got nothing. Okay. okay. So man, I'm going to play it again. I, I want to though. Okay. We'll get one more clean play because I'm pretty sure you're going to nail this one. <laughs> It's just absurd. It's when he gets punched in it the is. nose. Oh, of course. He's like, why did you do that? <laughs> but listen to this. This was unedited. This is the sound as it was in yeah. the film. It's so dumb. I did love that moment. Oh, so great. And then when she accidentally like reaches back and smacks him in the nose, uh-huh. when he's like, can I get some tongue? Well, I love it how she's like, get up. Yeah, she's uh-huh. like, she has no Calm sympathy down. for no. the fact that he's been punched in the face. All right. Uh... Then we have the last sound, which is. I'm going to need that again. I left a little of those little twinkles in there to help. Hopefully. That's when the barge came in. I- <laughs> <laughs> That's a <It's> Chewbacca. <laughs> it's a foghorn. All right, swing for the fences. We need one one good solid guess. What do you got? Um, that's when they're coming back home and realizing the parents are upstairs making love and Pappy's on the front porch. Nope. Damn it. Mandy. Is it when they're... I don't know. Is it? It's not when um, he's opening the barn door to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. Play one more time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll just have Joe do it this time. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> ding, ding. Time's I got, up. I got nothing. Nothing. All right. So that one's going to go out to the Epahos out there. So yeah. if you guys want to. Uh, Guess that one. You can message us on Facebook. You can email us at another episode podcast at gmail.com and send in your um, response to what that is. We're going to play it one more time clean for just the audience to listen in. I'll tell you guys after so okay. you don't have to wait for this to drop. Well, I know that know. Joe's not going to be able to sleep tonight until he That's finds true. out what yeah, that you'll, is. You'll, you'll, I'll tell you later. All right. So that was the end of... What's that, that sound? sound? Yay, we did it. All right. <laughs> Do so, we have any other clips that you want to play? Let's see. I'll give you guys a couple options. There are a ton of clips we didn't get to. So we've got fixing the computer. We've got... Uh, I wish you had video clips and I could just see uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, like taking yeah, the top off. Spinning around with the top <laughs> open. To I smell T-R-O-U-B-L-E. Yeah. There was a bunch of like crazy 90s like country posters everywhere and i was like oh my god it's uh, marty stewart and travis tritt and like there was a billy ray cyrus right yeah like, what is happening I in my life that uh at one point Polly shore's go-to reference for a country boy was billy ray cyrus <laughs> eat your heart out yeah mm-hmm. sorry i had just taken a really big drink of water just then. <laughs> so i don't know if you ever had to drink a mouthful of anything really fast but that was what was happening in my life just then <laughs> All right, uh, we've got the Travis proposal no. where Crawl says he's too late. Um, Crawl doesn't want, want to lie anymore. barge sound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had that weird barge sound. And then wind <laughs> chimes or something. <laughs> we had that. We already played that one, though. So uh, let's. Uh, this is, I guess we can at least be reminded of Tiffany Amber Thiessen. She does talk a little bit in this clip. Yeah, go ahead. Song that, uh, Ugh. 
is why I don't like karaoke. Yeah. People are always like five beats late on the song. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard one to sing anyway. Sorry to interrupt. Don't worry about it. For some real entertainment. Yes. Please. She does a really good job, I think. I think she did a terrible job. For being a 19-year-old Saved by the Bell star, I right. think she does a great job. I mean, she just sort of spun around in circles with a like a denim jacket on I mean, and then slapped a, a guy in the face. She's not a stripper. But she knows she's what she's, just the she town, knows what she's doing. She's just the town whore. What did we? Oh no, that was um, that was the Sandlot. She knows exactly what she's doing. You know? <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, All right. So there's that. There was more of it, but it's mostly just hooting and hollering. yeah, hollering. That's right. It's I said mo- it. It's mostly just hooters, hooters and hollering. All right. Uh, oh, this is. I guess we can have more of her. This is them actually having the talk. Uh, Travis with Travis about what no, happened. No, this is, makes me sad. <laughs> I don't know. What happened last night? Don't cry. Don't cry, Tracy. You tell me. Well, you were a dumb slut. Yeah. You're such a bitch. You should go kill yourself. <laughs> God, you're trash. Why? How could you do this? You and Craw were all I'm a terrible person. the bar last night. And why don't you take it from there? Yeah. I don't really know what else happened. You just fill that in yourself. After what we had together. I mean, I thought I knew you. You don't even know me anymore. It's funny because you guys are so obsessed with you her. Are so She's low. like, I was only going to dance for him. Yeah. And she is not a super great actress in this. Like, her, like when she they invite her back to Thanksgiving, she's like, all right. And like, yeah. No. <laughs> I just turned Mandy's That's mic off. Turn me back up. I just turned Mandy's mic off. Turn me back up. How dare you? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I have control over the board. <laughs> all right. Um,. This one, great line in the movie. Uh, really should have been more celebrated, I think. They waited till the hour and 30 minute mark for this. We took those two out there and we put them in the barn. I think everybody's going to get so upset about it. Not this part. So I didn't bone her. That part. So he didn't bone me. So you guys didn't bone. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, wait a minute. You can't really believe you. Wait a minute. I love it. I love the grandpa. I hate it so much. Yeah, this, this is, is kind of cheesy. This is very much like Twitch the Lost Boys grandpa yeah. for me. This what? Is... Bro, like crawl here get wheezed on by a greasy scumbag. Three days he's known him. Like right. So you just, just chill. chill. No. I mean, it might have been more than three Travis, days. You just get out. Hey, you can't talk to me like no, that. No, but I can. Good. Come on. Oh. I was going to pull that oh, as a clip, too, but I was like, that's, that's going to be pretty easy. Yeah, no. And that's another running gag through the entire thing. He took something for one yeah, semester or two definitely. semesters. He's been in school forever. You know, he tries to save the grandpa with CPR, and I majored it for half a semester. He pulls the it was van, a good running joke. The yeah. Van Wilder type thing. What's mm-hmm. the other? There's another movie that we is it one we've dealt with where somebody was like, or no, it was just Tommy Boy that has mm. been in school for yeah. seven, a lot of people go to college for seven years, right? Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, any parts of the film that we did not cover that you would like to discuss at all? Anything? Any standout moments for you? 
Uh, or just, stand off moments, I guess. Any like the worst part of this movie for you at all? I just thought it was hilarious because I, I was actually really dreading having to watch this film. Okay. I was like, oh my God, like I I actually have to take a break from <laughs> crying at Restaurant Impossible to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on vacation all week. That's all I've done is just sobbing at We've Restaurant ruined Impossible. Your vacation with this sorry. movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. But like the movie starts off. You could off. have said something. You could have been like, hey, can we pick anything other than this movie? Can we change the format of your show so I can watch a reality TV where somebody <laughs> improves a restaurant? You know what's funny? You you say change the format of the show. I would like at some point in the history of this show, like further down the road somewhere, I would like to be the guest on this show. Like I want someone else to take a movie and I want someone else to pull all the clips and I want them to make the little games and everything else that I have to participate in because I think it would be really fun for this show to see a different uh, are you dynamic. Listening, Mandy? For the, well, yeah, not I, just, I mean, I could. Not just man. In other words, I mean, Matt saying, uh, would you please do no, some work well, once no, in a while? The point of this is like no. for the movies that shaped Mandy and our, yeah. like for our childhood. Yeah. But it would be fun to have someone else come into this mix that clearly had a different sort of yeah. upbringing and had a different sort of, you know, cycle of movies they watched. I think it'd be fun to get <laughs> like to to be made to watch a movie. So we need to for, have a millennial start. This. There you go. Movies that shaped their childhood. So and we're talking about like, like 2000 2000- Pokemon 2000. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be, that'd be one of them. I'd be like, why are we doing this? It's ruined my vacation. So back to the original question. Was there anything that stood out to you or anything you want to talk about? I just had a good laugh. Uh, when the movie opens and you just immediately see the shot of a plane spraying pesticide mm-hmm. over a field. Yeah. And then the director's name is Rash. And I'm like, this is my experience with this film. It's just, it's just <laughs> pesticides and rashes. It's like flying shit and, and rash. <laughs> but it was actually pretty good. I, I actually did enjoy it. Uh, it was very heartwarming. I yeah. was yes. kind of surprised by how actual like heartstrings getting pulled watching mm-hmm. this movie. Right. As far as Pauly Shore movies go, I mean, this one... Like yeah, there's more meaning to mostly it. Mostly just comparing to Biodome, which it had the overall sort of like don't pollute things, I guess, <laughs> sort of vibes of Biodome. <laughs> but like there was really no substance in there at all. They were both assholes to their girlfriends and yeah. they ruined everything just to sort of try to fix it within the parameters they were given in that movie. Uh, this is not even comparable to Biodome. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like That's my other gauge of yeah. what Pauly Shore movies Biodome are. Biodome is like, it's all slapstick to me. Right, and this had like a plot. Yes. This had like a script and a plot mm-hmm. and it was someone tried hard to make a movie. And he's They just likeable. unfortunately put Pauly Shore in it instead of any, <laughs> any other character. Which but, you couldn't give me another character to to make this movie. And I told you anyone. It could have been any, who? Michael J. Anyone. Fox, I said. It could no. have been Oh, any, this would have not have even any of been the Estevez uh, Sheen types. It could have been. It I want to see Pee Wee Herman in this film. It could have been Pee Wee Herman. It would have <laughs> no. been just as much of a fish out of water. No, you guys are both wrong. It could have been <laughs> so wrong. Uh, Feldman could have done it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No, I mean, he actually he could have, <laughs> yeah. but no, I I don't think that you there know, would have been Will Wheaton. the other Corey would have been Corey Hayne. Corey Hayne would have been okay. Haim. 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 Yeah. The one that died? Yeah, he would have been okay in this at that time. Maybe. Uh, who's the kid that played Lucas? In That's that? Corey Haim. Okay, what's the other kid? Corey Feldman? Nope. The other... Uh, Charlie remember, Sheen? Do you remember Sequest? Yeah, that was Will Wheaton. No, that was not Will Wheaton. No, he You're was in Star Lucas Trek. Haas? I don't know. Uh, are you talking about the one that died? Yeah, uh, he that did That was die. in Never Ending Story 2. Maybe. Um, that kid could have done this movie, though. Any, like, just regular, like person no i disagree i want it to be not as much of a crazy ass jonathan character. was his first name judy tenuta 
Jonathan Taylor Thomas no. could have played this part. No. The other guy from Home Improvement. Emo Phillips. Yes. Emo <laughs> Phillips. Sure. Any of those old school like 90s. Why do these country <laughs> people hate me so much? <laughs> Pull that. That's going in the clip of impressions. <laughs> <laughs> that was Christopher Walken, right? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. That was your Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Jonathan Brandis is okay, who you're thinking of. There you of. go. But no, he and no, I'm I don't know if he died before then, but he's dead. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. So nobody. Well, I'm assuming old uh, man. Pappy died in yeah. 2005. R.I.P. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody else still kicking? Is I the old so. man? Uh, what's his Walter? Is he still doing yes. his thing? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Way to go. We he need wasn't a, that old. Well, but, I yeah. mean, at this point, it's now 25. I mean, years by the way, I removed. looked at uh, Carla Gigino's IMDb. That she, she confirmed that. My theory that she has been in everything. Yeah. yeah. Like she's got one of those IMDb pages where it's like. She was just in Spin City things. for a long time with Michael J. Fox. She played like one of the executives. Yeah. She's been in a ton of stuff. This does not apply to this at all, but I was doing a deep dive through some IMDb stuff the other day and I was looking up the movie Angus, which I don't know if you've ever seen, but no one's ever seen it. Yes. There's so a guy. Great. It's a great movie and we're going to do that very soon. Um, there is a guy in that movie. It was his last on-screen appearance before he passed, and he had been in movies since like uh, the twenties or whatever. He was in like a black and white film was his first credit, like a non-talking, like you know. Um, but it was just weird because I was like, oh no way! Like that was his last movie ever, and he'd been in like a thousand movies. But yeah. it's very much that same. Yeah, sort of I think Angus vibe. might be our next one. I want it so bad. Let's, Let's do, do that. it. Yeah, for okay. sure. It's decided. Look out for that one, guys. Angus yeah, yeah, yeah. coming at you hot, little uh, James Vanderbeek. That'll be. On another episode. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for letting over. No, we're, <laughs> we're just done. Okay. Um. So I guess that's it. I mean, we're good with that, right? Yeah. Nobody had any other lingering thoughts no. about this no. film. We've pretty much either loved I, it I'm as really, much as we could or yeah, shit on it as I'm much. I'm really as we- glad that you guys got the best that you could out of it, yeah, especially sure. you, Joe, because it was your fresh watch. Obviously, you were a like twelve year old girl thinking Polly Shore looked hot. And for you know? sure, feel free to just totally shit on it if you want to. It's yeah. not like you got to make Mandy feel good. No, about this herself. was my honest reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of dreaded going into <laughs> this. I was just like, oh my god, I got. When I saw it, it was an hour thirty six. I was just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you said too. You're like, oh, thanks a lot. You know. But yeah, I I I am just glad. At least you didn't have to drive two hours to get here. For it, though, so <laughs> True that was, story. That's exciting. Yes. Um, so I will for sure watch this movie again. Yeah. I actually think I might just go buy it digitally okay. because I've watched it so many times. I can have it on when I'm folding laundry, all that good stuff. Do you own any digital movies, Joe? Like just digital? I do not. Okay. Cause oh. that was a, yeah, I saw your question. A question I, I had not. asked. Yeah. I want to say mine was, uh, like Nick and Nora's infinite playlist was my first how, one. That I, how many, how ironic. How yeah. many digital movies do you think you own? At this point, probably like. But less than 15. Okay. Somewhere like between 10 and 15. Yeah, we like own it, It's over 30, but less than 50. Okay. But I, I know we f- will not buy any DVD. The at this first point. movie, which wasn't a full, that's why I don't give it credit as being the first movie. I bought two Disney short films uh, that my daughter, I used to watch with my daughter when she was super duper tiny. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, uh, Chippendale. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like the. Uh, they're trying to get into the house that Donald Duck lived in. It was like a cabin. It was in the winter time, but she loved it. Was That's it a all. Christmas movie? No, it wasn't Christmas. Okay. It was just winter time, and uh-huh. they were they were outside in the winter and trying to get into his warm house. And then, do you guys remember Mickey and the Seal? He took a seal home with him accidentally in a in a picnic basket, and it's got into his bathtub, and it like lived in his bathtub 
And it was it's only like a four minute short, but is it's it like, older? Yeah, super old. Like yeah, it's I think I've seen it. One yeah. of the original, like it's got the weird like red circles at the yeah. beginning and the whole like the end thing at the you know. Um, but yeah, my daughter used to watch those. Like she would just sit with me, and I would have them on my phone, and we would watch those movies together when she was super duper tiny. Yeah, it was a her, way of like keeping her yeah, keep her attention, but yeah. it was only a four minute long uh-huh. thing, and it would just kind of keep her mellowed out. It was great. I loved that she didn't care about like current generation stuff. She just wanted to watch those. What was the weirdest thing your kids ever watched when they were like young? Like to get the like, wiggles. The wig. Oh, well, that's not really weird. I think kids go through that phase, right? Um, okay. My nephew loved to watch um, videos of trains. And when I say trains, yeah. I mean real trains where it was literally like just a train going. It was by. like ding, 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 yeah. ding, yeah. ding. And, the thing yeah. would go, and then the train would go by. He would watch those not just an elderly guy with a video camera was like, oh, this is a TS 1000X. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. And he yeah. and I'm talking about when he was like, we could barely talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he would be like maybe four and he wasn't super, he didn't have great speech, but he would just watch. I just asked because when my son was like, maybe like three or four, he went through this phase where the only film he wanted to watch homemade porn was Seabiscuit. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Which is what I call homemade porn. Homemade porn. Incredible! I actually wish my daughter would be more into movies that had real people. It was crazy because I really enjoyed like watching like a serious film. Like I'm like I've never really studied film, but uh-huh. to watch a dramatic film like thirty times, you really start to like tear right. apart the structure. Tear it apart. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Well, like my daughter watched the shit out of like the normal stuff, but like was really super into very specific things. But in this generation of like Netflix stuff, you could literally just pinpoint one thing and just watch it constantly. I remember when Alexis was like, she was like maybe two or three and she wanted to watch Goosebumps at my house. Yeah. And she was too young really to be watching Goosebumps. And but she and I was she's like, this is what I want to watch. And I'm like, honey, you can't watch that. It's scary. And then Mm -hmm. she started crying. Yeah. And then Matt's like, what's going on? I'm like, she wants to watch Goosebumps. And he's like, let her watch yeah, it. Yeah, fuck yeah, let her watch it. And then she got to an age where she turned about like six or seven. And then she got scared. And she was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm just cool with not watching it. And we're like, all right. And then the movies started coming out. Uh-huh. And we're like, do you want to go to the theater and watch these movies? And she's like, no, I'm too scared. <laughs> well, but the thing is, is like, I, I was like, I, I hadn't had kids yet. So I was like, no, honey, you can't do you this can't to her. watch yeah. this. This is too scary. She knows and then Matt's limits. like, why is she crying? I'm like, well, she wants to watch Goosebumps. And he's like, let her watch him. I was like, okay. She also, uh, she was big into like Monster High type shit. Oh, yeah. Kate too. Um, But she watched with us. She would sit and watch The Office. Uh-huh. And she got like just as invested in those storylines oh as we that's did awesome. as like a six, seven, eight year old. My kid. son was really into the office very early. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy how much that she cares so about funny. it. Like she'll watch the theme song or like she'll listen and sing along uh-huh. with the theme song or whatever. To the and, office? Well, just like the, the noise of the theme <laughs> yeah. song. Like yeah. she'll hum along I, I do with it too. It. I'm like, do, yeah. do, do, little, do, 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 do. And then also the Gilmore Girls theme song. Like she totally knew the words to the Gilmore Girls theme song and would like if you uh, uh-huh. if we would try road. to fast forward past it she would be like no that's like the cool part of this show that like that's why hilarious. she cared was just to hear that song my over daughter and over loves Coraline the, okay. oh, and, and yeah, that is scary as shit yeah and she also really loves um uh so your daughter's gonna be a goth yeah <laughs> I mean maybe <laughs> she likes um a Maleficent and that's real oh, yeah. people and we love that she wants to watch that but like slowly she's starting to get but she's uh, every Have time her check she out get, like the descendants and that sort of stuff those like those okay. are real people but it's like Disney yeah themed, and they're a little dark like, I, I'm but I'm good with that as yeah. long as it's real people I'm good anyway sure. anyhow okay all right so 
Uh, what do you got coming up? Anything? You got plugs? You want Nothing. us to go to Joe Williams <laughs> Art or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah, you're a sure, sure. graphic designer. Sure. The Art of Joe Williams That's what on it is. Facebook. I fucked up your plug before That's you even fine, got yeah. to it. The Art, the of, art Joe Williams of Joe Williams. Dot com. Yeah, awesome. I'm kind of semi-retired from comedy right now, so yeah, that's all I'm doing. but you're like a professional graphic designer. Yeah, yeah quote. You're, every getting, once in a while. you're getting paid. Yeah. Every, yeah. every once in a while, you'll pop in and host a show or be yeah. at a show somewhere. Yep. And yeah. I'm available, people. Funny guy. <laughs> funny guy. I'd, uh, I'd do funny. some punchlines for your jokes, but it just burns them, so <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to do that. Uh, Mandy, do you got anything coming up at all? Nope. Road beers. <laughs> <laughs> I have no one asking me to do comedy, so unlo- until someone asks, all right, I'm good. All right. I've got a couple of things coming up. I had a show scheduled for July 25th that I haven't heard anything back from, so I'm guessing that's not going to happen. And this, I think, will have already come out after that anyway. Uh, I've got some things coming up in August. A new show at Red's in Middleville. Uh, we'll have comedy on August. Back to Reds. Yes, the back again. The first show was so hot. Yes, I remember that. Very much. Yeah, this is like two years removed. Awesome. So hopefully we'll have cool. that same Who's heat the headliner? of uh, being... Uh, Stu McAllister is going to have Sweet, okay. And I'm pretty sure I confirmed just a couple of days ago, Ricarlo is going to be the feature. Oh, I love oh, Ricarlo. We love Ricarlo. Yeah. Ricarlo. We need to so get him good. back on the show. So I yeah. hate seeing people that started after me and have gotten so much better <laughs> than right? me. Right? Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's going to happen on August 10th. So keep an eye out for that. I'm going to be part of the comedy uh, rumble at Shakespeare's. On oh, the I'm on that. Yeah. 15th of yeah. August. I signed so up for nice. that. That's a weird show. I'm like, it's, I can do what? A minute of it's comedy? 30 people doing 90 seconds, 90 I seconds think, yeah. of, of stand up. I like it. Yeah. It's and, like two one liners and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, though. Uh, and then in September. That's in Kalamazoo, Shakespeare's. Yeah. Uh, September, we've got September 14th, Wally's Brew Pub Comedy Club with Dave Dyer. Ooh. is coming back oh Dave my Dyer, god who's got a new special coming out the dry bar special it's yeah, kind of slowly bar. releasing he is incredible yep. if you haven't seen him we're gonna have plenty of time to to plug all this plug stuff this, so. yeah uh so look out for all that stuff but if you want to reach us uh directly you can email the show at another episode podcast at gmail.com you can head out to instagram which is what i recommend and then you can catch all of those dumb posters that i've been making you can find so incredible. Them. Oh, they're so fun to make, and they make us look super ridiculous. <laughs> I was a huge fan of the one just recently for Major Pain with mm-hmm. Robert Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, I completed that one at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I always love noticing that you give Mandy the shit position on the poster. That one I did okay with. <laughs> Every yeah, once in a while. I haven't I, seen that one. I, Usually I, I have the fat man body. <laughs> it's just so more fun, honestly. Okay. I it's, really don't care. I, I basically have a fat man body, yeah. so it's it's all good. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, His check those out on, on Instagram <laughs> at another episode podcast. Uh, it's all one word, no spaces on Instagram. So other than that, uh, I think we're done. Any more parting words? Did Thanks we ask for you, having would me you, back. Would Thanks you watch for coming this? back. You would, would you watch this movie again? Probably sure. not. Sure. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. It was, if it was on? Yeah. All right. All for right. Mandy, I'll say yes. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Joe. Look at him go. Always a professional. I'm going to watch the shit out of this. All right. Stu McAllister. Always yeah, <laughs> watch the shit out of it. If you don't, if you don't tag yourself and and watch the shit out of something, did you ever really go to the movie? Is the thing right? Uh, okay. Are you even on brand? That's right. Because <laughs> if we know anything about Stu, always on, on brand. brand. AIDS. All right. <laughs> Hug your ween. <laughs> Dipping dots for life. Okay. We always play a clip at the end of these to get us out of this mess because otherwise we just keep doing nonsense. <laughs> So this is the last line of the movie and fitting for the last line of the podcast, I think. Let's chow down here and munch on some grinding! (laughs) 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 Shit!
Shut, Shut up. up. We got the point. All right. Thanks, God, I, guys. God, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Thank you. Bye.